It's the Year in Review 2012, Part 2. This is Moser coming at you guys again. Uh, you may have noticed if you're keeping count that uh, we're skipping over Episode 100. That would be the Great Western Bank Team reunion show, and if you haven't heard it yet, you're not really a fan because that uh, that show was so great you can't quantify all of the classic quotes. Um, you should just have that one on repeat. It's always uh, it's a sure thing, basically. So coming up into episode 101 um, is soon after Washougal. So Watson gives away my uh, one of my secrets of sneaking um, alcohol into the dry track, which would be putting vodka in the windshield wiper uh, or washer box of my Woody. And then uh, soon thereafter, we've got Kenny um, telling Josh Hill, who's on the show, that he vows to um, take him to both Unadilla and Steel City, and then quickly also uh, telling everyone that, well, he won't be going, but they'll be taking Hill, just he won't be uh, attending those events. And then um, we wrap the show up with... Uh, a little bit of trivia that stumps even the great Steve Mathis, who, who can't, um, he doesn't know the meaning of one of his biggest show sponsors, which would be BTO, courtesy of, um, let's see here. Sinjin's girlfriend? Yeah, Sinjin's girlfriend. Thank you. The, <laughs> on the show, Mr. Sinjin, uh, his girlfriend provides us with the trivia that even the great Steve Mathis can't, uh, can't solve. Show 101. Yeah. And tonight he has a Cub Scout leading meeting. <laughs> That's He's perfection. a Cub Scout leader. I told him last night. I said, "Bring the kids by. We'll teach them how to tie a bow knot." <laughs> I know? like I like uh, the Cub Scout thing. Adam Carolla says it. If you're a bunch of adults and they say, "Okay, we need some volunteers for the Cub Scouts," the first three guys that put their hands up are all go to jail. You said to fire them. You said fire them. That was I was a I was a quick trigger finger. I don't know if you work that way with your with your employees at heart. He didn't come tonight. Yeah. Watson said fire him. So, uh, that was a little harsh. Yeah, every beer garden I went through, they, was, they were going nuts. The beer gardens like me at that track. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, Why do they put the beer gardens in a fence area at Washougal only? I don't know. Maybe they had... I guess they had some bad luck. Well, yeah. yeah, back in 96, they were like rolling cop cars and doing all kinds of crazy stuff back there, having some little right. mini riots. So I think they had to kind of paint it down a little bit and confine all the drunk people into yeah. certain Western, areas. Do you think the Great Western guys riled them up? <laughs> yeah, they did. They went nuts, man. It was sweet. They would, it would, it were like pretty much mini riots. It was like fifty people versus you know like a cop, and it, it was it got out of hand like to the point where the cops didn't really want to show up. That's so, why they got all those crowd management people there now. Yeah, but yeah. you know what Moser did? No, Moser's buddy told me he did. They they took the the windshield wiper, you know, the squirters from the windshield wipers, they took those, ran the tubes inside of the air-conditioned vents, and they filled up the water thing that you put windshield wiper. They put vodka tonics in there, and they just pulled the lever back and just put the glass up to the tube, and we're squirting it in. <laughs> That's ingenious. Hey, how old are you? Dave Castillo is almost 40. Yeah, he, he, he looks great. He was sitting in this chair last night and looked looked hot. All right, Hillbilly, get yeah. ready, dude. We're yeah. going. We're going. I'm calling. I'm calling. Southwick and Dilla. We're going, dude. I'm, are you going, Watson? I am not going because uh, <laughs> the birth of my child is going to be here. So <laughs> we're going. I'm not going. Uh, but but <laughs> right, this, we're going. We're going. Yeah. The are you going? going? No, I'm not going. Hopefully, the next time you see me, it'll be better. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. See ya. Couldn't be worse. Right. See you guys. <laughs> Jesus, Later. this had it handled pretty good.
Well, maybe you, uh, your mic should be on. Well, maybe he should be here then. He's a Cub Scout leader. Right. He's leading cubs. And phone. What if he gets mauled screening. by a cub or a bear? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be that awesome. Suck. You didn't have one then at home to ride, or did you? No, no, yeah. I don't have one. I got, I got, I had a 450, but right. um, the way I figured it, the closest thing I could get to it was I got a uh, YZ250 two-stroke, and uh, <laughs> so I threw some stuff on it and rode it a little bit last week. And yeah, I mean it ain't the same bike, you know, but it's it's close. Right, right, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, the Kentucky way, right? Um, uh, hey, what do you? The way I know, man. What's up with Stroop? Is he done? Troops done? Sipes? I have no idea. That's Sipes. I don't know. You you see as much of it as I do. (laughs) I thought you'd hang out. I thought you and Sipes were boys. I thought that's your guy. I didn't say Sipes and I were boys. No, I mean Sipes. No, Stroop and Sipes hang out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, when he's he's not wherever he is all the time, yeah, we'll hang out or whatever. But, (laughs) but, uh, no, he just, like, disappears, dude, and then you'll get the random Twitter posts that just don't even make sense. Yeah. the, Where is this guy at? What is he doing? Someone told me right. a while ago on your team that they were tr- that he heard they were trying to fire him, but he wouldn't answer the phone. So they couldn't tell he wouldn't answer the phone to say, "Hey, bring your bike back." <laughs> Can't wait tomorrow when Moser transcribes his uh, interview with you after the race for for Popol Mex. That should be great. Yeah, yeah. I tried to delay it or get a get around it for as long as I could and then we were leaving the track and he was still sitting there so I just grabbed his recorder that you gave to him I don't know why and <laughs> I just did it myself I read the questions and just did it Dude, if, I, if I was racing and the roost was killing me I would make sure I got a good start yeah. <laughs> I would say shit you, you they're going to get pounded yeah for you 40 put a minutes. big bore in it and just go for it huh? that's your style <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, what does BTO stand for BTO Steve, yeah. come on! It's uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's brothers. Be- uh, I-, I think I, I think I knew this at one point. Hey, I don't remember. I don't care what any more callers. This is the winner of the neck brace. Great question, great question. You are the winner. Ain't no one topping you because I don't know it, and Steve doesn't know it. Yeah, good. So good, you know what? Good, good question. Congratulations, since his girlfriend. Next time you guys go into the bedroom, wear that neck brace for whiplash. You're gonna need it, Sinjin. <laughs> do your thing. No, congratulations for real. Yeah, that's that. That was a really good question, and we do not know. And I think we should know. All right, we're gonna come back with JT. Tweet at tits. Tweet at Pookie segment. Tweet at Pookie's tits. Tweet at. Pookie's. No, I'm not going to say that. I did. Uh, yeah, you did. Kenny, what would you say my best quality would be? Good looks? What does he mean? Um, Dong on a, size? On a, on, a, on a business standpoint or on a personal standpoint? It doesn't It doesn't specify. The hashtag is bromance. So I think personally. Personally? It says bromance. Good looks? Dong size? Anything like that? I'd go um, either of those. I don't <laughs> need to know any of that. Um, I, I would personally have to say... Um, I kind of see a side of you that a lot of people don't. Like I gave him a lot of shit, but deep down he's a he's a caring good dude, and uh, I think he some of the shit that he writes and he gets himself Love in situation. This guy right here. I think he's just doing the right thing, but I think he uh, I think he 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 has a he has a good heart downside inside, but sometimes he's an idiot. But inside he he's wow, a, that's a tearjerper. Kenny's made the show. Oh you, oh, Kenny's made the show. He's there much better is. than Paul Lindsay. There oh. it is. Much better than Paul Lindsay. You said it. I make the show. It, it's thirty percent, twenty. Give you, me, give me at least forty. Well, then I got to take it away from him. 
<laughs> oh, because yours not moving. Your no, side. I'm not moving mine. No, no, right, I stay fuck the same. You then. You're um, a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> um, Dude, just give give Pink a call. I wish. I wish he funded my team. <laughs> so what's going? I heard on? it was actually. Watch it. I heard it was Ricky's team. You don't go private, RV. What's up with that? I don't. You need to. I, I don't. I can't. Have, I can't. I'm honestly can't afford a private jet every weekend. So no, that's not happening. Stu could. Wyndham could. Okay. You make more money okay, than them. You're right. You're right. Hold on. You're right. I could pay it. I could pay it. Right. That's but what we're talking. What is that? What is that going to do to my my future? Yeah. It's not going to look good. Dude, in ten years or twenty years from now, he's going to be sitting there. You know, if he doesn't have a lot of money, and he's going to go, "Fuck! If I would have flown commercial." For for those I, five I, I years, wasted, I shouldn't have wasted ten thousand dollars. Wyndham said one from po- California to, yeah, to one, Seattle. Wyndham said one point six in two a years. Year? Two years, I believe at one point six in two years. One point six million in two years to fly private. I think he said. Okay, did he understand what it was for or anything, or did you? Did you explain it? Yeah, I think so. He seemed pretty busy, but I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. here. Let me tell you about this cooler. Uh, it's not right. cooler. <laughs> no way. No way. I was still drinking a gallon of water at that point. I was I was still good. I was trying to get a picture of me cheering on Shorty during practice. And the fencing there is just kind of that square wire fencing. So I've got my hat off, and I'm, I'm cheering him on as he comes around the corner. And I went to lean against the fence, and it was like a gate that wasn't closed. And so I totally fall onto the track, almost in front of him. And I've got like a huge sequence of photos that I'll have to post somewhere. It was pretty funny. I was like, great, I'm going to get ran over. By my favorite rider, who probably wreck at that point and ruin everything. BTO stands for "Be the One." Oh, uh, be the one. What did you thought it said? Built to order. Where'd you come up with that? Pookie said it. She don't know. It's be the one. I knew that. Pookie, you got to stay with the dogs and take care of them. Hey, yeah. where's what province is it? Walton, Ontario. Yeah. Ontario, dumbass. <laughs> wow. Jared is this very. Is, know that. This is the Singen of Canada. It I is. Love it. it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it it blows me away that it's kind of it's kind of a twofold thing there. It kind of blows me away that that Mathis or uh, Watson lets it get under his skin like he does, and and has made such a deal out of it. I, I think agree. It's a little bit. I agree. A little kind of childish that he that he has let it drag on this long. I agree. But the most important thing is. is uh, I think starting at the hundred show, you guys should just ban this dude. I mean, he he, he kind of reminds me of one of those dudes he knows Watson he's not agrees. liked, Watson but yet agrees. at the same time, I'm not bitching about the dude no more. I don't say like nothing about him. Digging, right. trying to start trouble, trying to start a drama, and uh, I, I think that's kind of uh, a little disrespectful to Kenny because he's a big part of the show. Give us a call, Rourke. You're no, more than I'm welcome s- to call it into the show, uh, but you could talk to Steve, and you guys could talk about how sweet each other you guys are. <laughs> Uh, I love you. No, I love you. No, I love you. Rob. Hey, this is uh, this is Rob Thornton, and you talked to my son Jared Thornton before, but this is more directed at Kenny. Please do not raise your fucking voice at my kid again. Bye bye, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. Do not raise your voice at his son. <laughs> yeah, that guy really again. sounded old enough to have a kid that old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back with Mathis again. Moser is hanging in the closet once again. Um, Ping is in studio on show 102. You know, uh, everybody can I can I, can I say something to their old race shirt? Let me let me say something first uh, with Moser. Yeah. Uh, I asked him if he'd want to do this or something, and I said, "Do you listen to all the shows?" And he replied with, "I'm on my third listen of this week's show. Yes, I listen to all the shows." 
So he's probably better at this than I am just because I don't ever go back and listen. And he's actually. I will say that I didn't have to explain any clips to him. Really, he, like when I right. said what the clip name was, he was he was, right. was ready to go. And let's and let's also face it: uh, the two super fan roundtable shows we've had, he has been the the best by far. Yeah, I don't think there was a. I don't think you could pull anything out of the second one that was the best. <laughs> All right. Anyways, what else? In this episode, you and uh, Ping and Watson are squeezing into old shirts from your old racing days. Um, this is the first mention of a hand, the Haney firing from H&H. Um, J-Bone comes on and reveals that he's not allowed to say the Fresno smooth line anymore because he actually had someone write in to JGR and complain the last time he did it. I cannot believe that there yeah. are people so douchey out how, there. How douchey? Yeah, exactly. They're incredible. But, uh, yeah, he can't, can't, can't talk about it anymore. And um, the shirt thing was funny. Um, we all had him on here. Angie was bringing him out. Um, I was pretty close to getting the KTM shirt on, but that uh, just wasn't happening. <laughs> um, Zach calls uh, Ping a doucher. Zach Osborne comes on. King calls Ping a doucher for calling him Snack Pack. I think he's been waiting to get back at him for that for a while. Um, and then everybody knows that this is coming. Stillwell's voicemails one and two are in the end of the show. Oh, Stillwell. Never has there been so much lead up to such a disappointment. It's maybe Ishtar. Show 102. Your family just found out you did a radio show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that all about? Well, my uncles and cousins and stuff like that, they, you know, finally have, have realized that, you know, that I am doing this thing. And so I'm a pseudo celebrity in, in the family now. Pseudo celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Did they ask you to play some of the show? No, but oh. they, they were asking me about it, and what they were getting at was They're all, the How come they don't call you Peter? They call you tits. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was, and I right. uh, wouldn't do it. Not, not going to... Wouldn't do what? Explain my name. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, I mean, it's a Mormon thing. Look, yeah. Prince doesn't do it. Neither should you. Nope. Oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> These buttons are going to be holding on for their life. Would you wear that if you had to at the race? There's no way. No, you can't even button it. <laughs> Steve is trying on his team shirt. It says Steve Mathis. <laughs> you got to get kick. all the buttons done, too. All right. All right. Come on. Keep hey. going. Keep, keep going. going. Keep, keep From going. 1998? 2000. 2000. Sorry. Ping had his jersey on, and it is – he's getting it buttoned. It's going to happen. It's going. It's going to happen. It's but going. he's not going to be able to uh, – oh, he's on the last two. That's getting, getting some problems there. This is where I wish we had video. This would be awesome. Suck it in, guy. Come on. Come on. It's like trying to get that snap on your belt, and you can't get it. Come on. Oh, there's the last one. You got that one, though, dude, right? Money. <laughs> Money. He's turning red. Money. Come on. You got it. I can't get it. You got it. One more. I can't get one, it. One more. That guy in a Go like this. Go like that. Second moto. I had talked to Kerry a little bit beforehand, and we're yeah. like, man, let's just keep her on two wheels, because he had a, a pretty good crash the first one. and Yeah. My wife's hounding me going, if you get hurt, yeah. I am leaving you. You know, like I've not put this family on my back and carried me while you go through all this schooling to have you get hurt and blow it. Right. So I'm going, man, I just got to stay healthy here. Like, I don't care really how I do. Well, so Carrie and I find ourselves in like fourth, fifth or fifth, sixth, something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, catch, catch up to him. And Watson's out there with uh, Carrie's wife and she's just cheering Carrie on, drinking Watson comes out and he's doing this. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> I didn't want him to get hurt. 
I was worried about him. <laughs> what, a, what a motivator. <laughs> I'd laughing. slow down. But the thing was, Kerry was, wasn't going that fast. Yeah. And I know Ping was probably not trying that hard. He was cruising, right. and I just wanted him to cruise a little bit more. <laughs> hey, everyone. Back this down. She was like going, I can't believe you did that to him. Right. That was mean. And I'm like, I just don't want my friend to get hurt. Relax, Alicia. Just chill out. <laughs> and she came over. She's all, I can't believe. Are you pissed off? Like, I would be so pissed off if someone did that to me. I'm like, well, she thinks that's like you guys are going for a world championships out there. Yeah, I'm like, like yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she yeah, doesn't yeah. understand that. But you guys, this is she goes, fifth place vet glory. And I yeah. just laughed. I said, no. Like, are you kidding me? That's she, not, she, right. she goes, oh, well, guys are just a lot different than girls. Big rumor at the weekend was uh, Josh Hansen got fired from your team. Care to address this? No, I don't. Did it happen? I, I can't answer that question. Dun, dun, dun. I can't answer that question right now because wow. I do not know. Okay. But you understand me bringing it up because it is it was spreading through the pits like wildfire. Pictures of Kerry Hart on a Suzuki are out. I don't know if you saw that. He's uh, riding at Star West or something on a Suzuki. Yeah, he he was he was he did a he he tested a bike. Kerry went out and tested okay. a Suzuki. Yeah, he did ride one. And seems like that must be pretty official. Well, it doesn't mean anything. We still have you know Josh Hill still racing Kawasaki's, and yep. we're still out there doing what we can for them. And you know, are you mad that Kerry rode that Suzuki? Not at all. He oh, just okay. went. He did. He did a test for uh. For some, it wasn't even for Suzuki. So oh. he he they had a bike and he rode it and that they did some right. you know so <laughs> that clears that up. That was some ridiculous backpedaling and cloud, clouding of the waters right there. I'm wearing my 1999 Chaparral team shirt. It still fits too, okay. Jeremy. By the way, it's tight. That's that's the amazing part. Yeah, it's tight. You should have seen Jabo when we had him put on his 2000 <laughs> KTM shirt. One year after talking this. about tight, <laughs> that was tight. That that thing's fitting. If what's the saying? If the glove, if the glove don't fit, yeah. you have to quit. Yeah, oh. it's uh, no, not that's Johnny Cochran. It's like a glove. Um, and Watson's wearing an old Triple X team shirt that I had. Duh, and fits into that fine. So it's retro retro jersey night tonight. Um, you guys should have told me. I was throwing something off. That didn't go too well with the, the star of Fresno Smooth. Like, he couldn't be wearing <laughs> right. that shit. That didn't go over good. That, yeah. is, that is like one of the all-time best lines ever when you're like, uh, do you still know your line? Uh, he can't say it. He got in trouble. I, I know. Oh, yes, I, I, actually, he, I said it once. I, I got myself in a little bit of a trouble. I grew up, some, I guess. The nicknames got to go away, and I got to I gotta not use the lines in public. You said it on a, ass, on a show? Fat-ass Jack and Cokes. Some hookers? White trash hookers. Some white trash hookers. Yeah, um, yeah I said the line on a, on a Dirt Shark video, and then... Someone wrote an email. Uh, oh, somebody, somebody called in the HR department trying to get me fired right away. No so way. I decided I better be careful on that. Did you better? You from you're always putting yourself out there between Twitter and talking too much. Jesus Christ. I talked to him, and I know he wasn't, you know, 100% ready. But, you know, like I, I said, hey, I, I need you. I don't have anybody right. on the bike. So if if you're able to ride, let's go. Um, I said, I have low expectation. <laughs> you stay on the track for 30 minutes plus two laps without pulling off. Please. That's my that's Please. my goal. Let's start there. <laughs> if only... So that's where we that's where we started. So your goals are you saying your goals from Anaheim one to Southwick have changed dramatically? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Right. Call in and ask him uh, anything you want, except except to recite lines from Fresno yeah, Smooth. Yeah, no lines from Fresno Smooth and no talking about next year riders. Right. Or past ones that I don't want to say anything good or bad about. <laughs>
Hey, Jerry. <laughs> so I guess we don't have much to talk about, do we? What if Watson right now gets on a quad naked and goes ripping across the desert? <laughs> hey! And we post that on YouTube right now. That would be a big trouble. <laughs> yeah, that would be big trouble. <laughs> that would be big yeah. trouble. But if he did it back then and it resurfaced now, you'd be like, oh, that was when I was an idiot. And Whoa. it'd be okay. But we can't do it now. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's like just if like... If I did that video now, I'd be th- in trouble. I think we've all done things on video back in the day that could have got us in a lot of trouble. But those are in the archives, and, and we're all good with that. On that kid, Freezy, but the kid's right. name just always seems to come up. You know what it I mean? Does. And, yeah. and it's like you can't be innocent all the time if you're, you know, if you're there at the scene of the crime. You I think it's pretty much a common knowledge that he is an enormous bag of douche. Well, he's been involved in a lot of incidents. Yeah, for sure. Michael Essie and Kevin Walker has like 13, but they're all vet championships, so it's kind of its own little league there. Right. Yeah, and they're, they're all marred by the uh, Peeping Tom fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're all right there. So when that happens, when, when the Peeping Tom comes into play, oh, you wow. forfeit three. <laughs> Adam, if you're ever in a porta potty at Loretta's and there's a little GoPro like mounted up in the corner, just walk out. Go away. <laughs> or pee on it. Or pee on it. One or the other. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good. No, he has. I don't. He hasn't come back. I don't think since then. Kind of like, kind of like you did it. Uh, Daytona Supercross back in the day. Mitch oh. told me a story. Ping. Oh, jeez. Oh, when when Ping went to Mitch and said, "I can't race," I, my finger, and he just looked it, at. Ping. I had a broken <laughs> finger. It was. I look at it. Look at how crooked it is. <laughs> it is jacked up. It's crooked. Didn't, it's like you end up, didn't you end up like third that day, though? I almost won Daytona. I led 12 of 15 laps, and that was when who, it was in the daytime, and, and it was long. And who passed you? Uh, Dowdy and Ferry. Yes. Both got me, yeah. Boom. But, yeah, so Mitch afterwards was like, you idiot. He goes, you weren't even going to race. You had one of your best rides of the year. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. I'll tell you a little story. I used to do the same thing when I worked for Brian Deegan at the Nationals. <laughs> We ran a big board. Does that, sh- does that shock you, Adam, since we're And I would say, they're all, <laughs> how do you get the you? starts at Red Butt from the far outside? Or how do you get the starts at Troy, Ohio from the far outside? I'm like, easy. It's called 167, but our number's 28. Didn't you put like alcohol on the carburetor to make them go faster back in the day? No, I didn't, but my teammate used to put like rocket fuel, Jim Hickman for yeah. Chad Pedersen, and he would put it in the carburetor bowl, and he, Chad would never do a parade lap. And he would he would oh, wait till the he would yeah. wait till the card went up, and then he would start it. And as soon as his things went sideways, he would pin it and, and so, just get that fuel, and then it would just give him the burst out of the gate. Someone told Did me he whole shot like all the time. All the time. I have something that might excite you. Okay. I was thinking uh, Ryan Holiday and I were talking, and Mitch and everybody were talking. I think it might be a good idea to go do some Canadian nationals next year. What do you think? That's awesome. Dude, Steve just started let me, sweating. He got me, a little teeny just, tiny bone. Let me what, just what say, should he, what should he, what should... You think I keep tabs on the Monster Girls? Hey, no, exactly. He's serious. He's not. He's not like Ping. That's why Ping's racing career went nowhere. <laughs> that's why. Hey, back in the day when you said he had beaver fever, that's what it was all that's about. What, that's what derailed that's, you. That's what. That's what cost him that championship. The Great Western uh, Bank uh, team was into alcohol. I had my thing. <laughs> Leave me alone. What about your goggles? Are you all good? Are you all set on goggles? Is your contact? Yes, I'm good. Do you need oh, anything God. from X Brand goggles? Nope, Noles has got me covered. All right, I'm just checking. What do you got for a, a bar sponsorship? <laughs> what do you got for a tattoo sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> do you need any no, concrete? <laughs> yeah. Even if he didn't believe anything he was saying about Canada and how he loves Tyler Medaglia, yeah, he just sold me on it. He loves Canada. That kid loves everything. Uh, drop his bike and go help Wilbur down in the first turn. I didn't. Did you guys see that? Uh-uh. Uh, Wilbur was. Uh, I saw it. 
Oh, look who's on the show tonight. Yep. Oh, tits. Hi. Um, Welcome back. Matt is trying to put on this shirt with buttons all the way up the front. I Could, just about got it off. Couldn't get, he's sucking in so hard his face is turning red. Can't get the bottom button done. Threads. You don't want to put goggles on because when those oh. buttons pop, they're going to be flying. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, Rocky. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, just back in 06, some, some douche called me Snack Packs. So i got to just oh. train that name off. You're welcome. And look <laughs> at this work ethic <laughs> look what, I've created. Look what Ping has done. He's like a little mini, mini he's like a Mickey. He's a motivator. He's a Mickey. You from- can do it, Snack Pack. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rock. JT, you know what you should have done? Taking, uh, tell me. you know, <laughs> about $2,000 of BTO's money, thrown it down the toilet, punched yourself in the balls, and stayed at home. <laughs> oh, thanks, Hank. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sven Larsen finished 17th in men's <laughs> double combination. Did you see that Canada won a golden trampoline? No. no. <laughs> Women's trampoline. Take that, bitches. Let's ask the real question, Zach. How is Team Puerto Rico going to do? Are we going to make the A final this year? Yeah, every year I go, we make the A final, dude. Come on. I wasn't even going to bring it up, but now that Kenny threw it out there, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Last night, like every day, I try to watch an old Supercross just because I really enjoy it. So last night, the first one that popped up just so happened to be Dallas from 2000. Uh. And I didn't know anything. I swear, I swear on my life, I didn't know that that was the race. And I watched it. And to be fair, you're a pretty spectacular ping. Dude, first turn crashed to second. I mean, I, I did know, everything I, I could do. I was pretty impressed. Oh, no, you didn't. There's actually one more spot you could have done. You had RC's nuts in your hands to juggle. Yeah. And that's not easy. Driving around his Driving around fancy his... rig. What's up, ladies? Getting things for his wife. Working sweetheart deals. You yeah. Know. Are you guys done? <laughs> Play this on the next show, please. Um, listen to the replay when you had Berluti on. Very much believe my personal opinion that the show was a lot better. You were still it was still funny, it was still edgy, but Kenny is <laughs> I left this guy speechless. I left this guy speechless. You know what he is, right? Okay. You even said it here on the show a little bit. I mean, just give it up. Let him go. Dump all his uh insecurities and anger yeah, on other people, um, not us. He's just a fucking asshole. Cut your losses. Sorry. Self a loser. <laughs> really is a loser. All right, see you. Bye-bye. Don't ever play those for me. People hate me. I can't take it emotionally. I'll break down in here probably. Show's awesome. Podcasts are awesome. You're fucking awesome. I'm not putting those out there. I'm putting the ones that are like, you're a douchebag you know, fat walrus. I, I just think I like f- to retweet the ones that say the guy down under this, you know, that it's so, did something. So stupid. I got one. It's <laughs> so dumb. I got one. Like, that is not Those funny. Steve's favorite. That is I not got- funny. Hey. You guys open tonight? This is Rob Stillwell up here in uh, the Northeast. I got a story for Ross Patterson. Your boy, Rollerball Ross. He'll remember the day that he actually tackled a 15-year-old man at Croom down in Florida. He didn't want to pay for a pipe that Daly built him. Dinoport. $50 pipe. Ross should have paid for it. Henry paid for it. Ross needs to pay for pipes. The guy's a fucking buck. <laughs> Call me back. <laughs> have a good evening, boys. Stillwell. Out. Mathis, this is Stillwell. Just call back and clarify. Your guy, Rollerball... Ah, such a badass. 
I had to peel the fucking guy off a 15-year-old man. I was 15 years old, a novice rider. There was my first trip to Florida, Chrome. Just wanted to ride my girl flight. When this guy attacked a 15-year-old man. Didn't he already just leave this message? On deal. Yeah. The guy got his ass whipped. The guy, not really a legend. Good night. Still well. This is uh, the anti-K-Dub oh, this, contingent calling in. another one in? So... He's real good at... Uh, is, is this the same guy? Your partner there. Hopefully you're soon to be... Ex-partner. Um, gone partner. He's really good at cutting people down and doing the whole phony, hey, bud, I'm your friend thing, and then backstabbing people. He's also one of the ugliest individuals <laughs> in the world. Also not, <laughs> not one of the most bright individuals in the world. And also... Not one of the most secure individuals in the world. And so, collectively, he likes to be negative and bash everybody, including yourself. Most notably, he likes to bash you because you're not an industry participant and what the, what the blank do you know, on and on and on. Okay, so given all of this, I think you should spend some time reviewing his career, particularly as a team manager and the success or the lack of success he's had versus all his competitors and start, you know, start from Mitch and then go all the way down, you know, to his level and see what he has to say and see what excuses he has. And the guy who likes to dress down others because the emperor is wearing no clothes. And that, of course, we're talking about Kenny Watson, one of the worst people ever to get on your show. <laughs> That man does not like me. <laughs> no. But isn't it, he, is he it, called me, he said, I'm the worst look, he, I'm the ugliest individual around. I, the, I'm a terrible, a terrible person. I, I, I backstab people. I actually like you less after hearing that guy. All right, that brings us to show number 103. Um, Mathis begins early in this one claiming, uh, this is following Unadilla, and he's claiming seriously that burner would have won the dilla if not for his foot plant uh to broken leg which i 100 percent agree with um yeah mathis really went out on a, a stretch there it was blowing me away watching burner there i i even walked up to mathis during the moto when he was had it had it well in hand and i was like am i in an alternate universe right now like what am i watching and he's like I was just wondering the same thing. Like, this is insane. He's just handling everybody else. Um, but so that, yeah, that was a bummer. Um, Hanny's out from H and H. Still, what is this? December twelfth. I'm still checking my mailbox every day for that uh, press release. Um, Mathis says the only way Alessi gets picked for the MXDN is if every rider in the the series dies in a plane crash following like Elzenor. Um Math uh not Mathis, but K dub gets everybody a little uneasy when they're talking about the old the WP forks and he keeps saying white power. I found great amusement in that. I think that was pretty funny. Um, I live uh, I'm near North Idaho, so that uh sort of rings all too familiar. Yeah. Uh, Mathis rips on me because uh, Brock's on the show, and he rips me for always backing Brock and always says, oh, it's so lame when 
people talk about one rider and of course follows he like ends his point uh mentioning something about timmy always good um, so it's a little weird that you like tickle so much what can i say he's a buddy of mine all but, right yeah okay i'm just saying it's a little weird um still on this show he gets clipped because it is way way worse than everybody hoped it was going to be um the the voicemail calls in and claims that uh Stillwell is the love child of Rhino and J-Law, which is a great point. Um, what did you think about Stillwell? Is this when Stillwell is like a featured guest on the show? Like we called, like the show called him rather? Yes. He he came on and was telling a story and he actually got clipped because it was so bad. It, uh, it was a train wreck. Like his, his voicemails were pretty funny, but uh, yeah, it... He doesn't have a voice for radio. He maybe has a face for TV, but not for radio. The best thing about Stillwell being on was K-Dub's mock laughter of him that was so over the top that it it just, at first, you're like, yeah, that's kind of funny, but he just pushed it so far that you went way past annoying and it became funny. Yeah, <laughs> I vividly remember this now. It's when they were throwing. He's like, oh, they're, oh you threw the clothes in the fire? Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's so crazy. Yeah, scary laugh. Yeah, it was. It was. It's one of those stories where maybe if you're intoxicated, it's funny, or if you were there, it's funny. But to everybody else, it's not funny at all. Show one hundred and three. Michael Byrne was going to was win that the moto. second moto or the first, first moto? moto. First, he had a thirteen-second lead at one point. It was down to about eight or nine with like five laps remaining. Can I ask you a question? And he was did going he, to win. Did he crash or just no. put his foot out? He. Came around a right-hand sweeper with some rollers, got sideways, swapped, and then put his leg out, and his leg hit the ground before his bike, and broke his tip. That was the talk of the pits, because Izzy was freaking out on the AMA guy. Tim Tooley held the gate for a minute and a half extra, because it was a 12.30 moto start, which is unusual, but we did it for TV. The guys didn't know about the 12.30 or whatever. I don't know what the deal was. Izzy was going to fight the AMA guy right there. Wait, so, so did they go to the riders' meeting or anything? Or? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, Canari, I talked to stand-up guy, the Bobby. He's like, yeah, we were late. What are you going to do? He goes, yeah, it sucked. We were late. They should just be happy they held it for him with live TV. They well, don't hold anything well, for live TV. And that's what Thule was like, guys, I held it for a minute and a half extra like because I know there's going to be some stragglers and we're trying to work with you, and I had to close it at some point. I think Thule would have took Izzy, though. Josh Hansen let go from H&H. I haven't seen a press release yet, but we know it's true. Uh, Kenny, what do you got to say? There's nothing I can say and nothing I will say because it's kind of a... That's a, your guy. He he is my guy, and it's right. really I had nothing to do with it. I had, It's just a direction that the team is going. We need those guys healthy. That guy can't keep hitting the ground like this, right? Yeah, no. Right? Yeah. Or Kenny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> deep. That's, that's deep right there. Or can he? <laughs> JT, so... um. Moving on from that tragedy, uh, what, what's your thoughts about Josh Hansen? Dude, who cares? I'm asking the, the guest. Dude, why do you keep bringing it up? Try to slam the guy. Let it, I, Leave it. Let it go, Steve. I'm serious. S- I don't think that's what Dude, he was what, going for. Not at all. Well, what is, what is J- JT doesn't have nothing to say about Josh Hansen. He doesn't give a shit. It's not. Okay. I like Hanny. I don't. I mean. We all do. Just quit business. trying to fucking troll the guy. Jeez. Dude, it's I don't t- get it. You're trying t- to fucking. T- 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 that, that wasn't a leading question. Wasn't Dude, what does he have? Dude, I said, let it go. It's his birthday. Dude, I said let it go. There's nothing to talk about it. It's done. Like, just let it go. Just quit talking about it. You always try to fucking 
ruin the guy. Let it go. The guy is just let it go, dude. Please, please, please. Uh, yeah, please. I, Dude, who listen to this fucking moron? You can't listen to him. <laughs> it's his birthday. I don't give a fuck what it He's is. He's got one wish. He wants to know what JT thinks. <laughs> How often do you wake up in the middle of the night, tears rolling down your face, thinking of two lost championships that were as close as one could probably get? Bonus money's still the same. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> what do you mean nothing? No, what do you mean? Like no bonus money? No, nothing. Porcel never paid you any bonus money. Not a dollar. I oh, made. Come on. I made more money off JT at the poker table. That definitely is not true. Uh, hey, come on. Not a dime. Wow. Three years. Did right. you ask him? Yeah. That's dickish. Yeah, but... I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough in these days. It is it's what not it like is. When, it's not like when Watson and I were in the trenches tuning. I got 10% of everything Nick Way made from purse money. Yeah. And Red Dog wrote me a couple of checks that were pretty big when he was doing... Like, times are a little different because... I know, think it's something that some- you need to have an agreement before you get into it it was established we and, were and, and, we were on the same page oh it was established I mean, do you think you'd be where you're at today if you had those you never know maybe i'd be managing the team and you'd oh. be my right hand man <laughs> oh, oh, oh. i'd be managing and kenny oh. would be my right hand guy yeah guy. yeah oh, just joking uh, don't um, don't fire me you left pro circuit you didn't want to leave no well, i did not want to leave so, it was okay bad so deal you a bad deal i don't know how much you want to talk about it but well, we can here, talk here's about my it. point you're now in there. I mean, Pro Circuit and H&H are one, and you're in there all the time. You're a big part of that deal. You're t- Mitch is – was it awkward at first? No. How was it? Like Me and Mitch are really good friends. Uh, since I left Pro Circuit, we, we, I knew we were going to be friends for a while, and it's, it's been a really good deal, and that's how this deal with H&H developed was Kenny called and asked. and Kenny called who? Me. Yeah. And asked if I'd be interested in helping him. They're switching brands. They right. need. They're gonna. They want to run Pro Circuit. They yeah. need somebody to work with Pro Circuit. Kenny called Mitch. I didn't really spoke to Mitch. It was like a couple of weeks after I got. Oh, was know, that soon? Yeah, it was real, yeah, yeah, real yeah, soon. Yeah. And uh, Kenny called, and he was actually the first person to talk to Mitch about me after the whole deal went down. And right. Because Kenny's called, calling to see if you're stealing parts and if you're no, you know, if lighting just, things on fire. If, if <laughs> no, be, but I mean for like, hey, Mitch. Yeah. What, what, yeah, and he deal? called and he called me back, and Mitch had nothing but pleasant things to say about me, and right. would love to. Work with me and yeah, yeah. help the team, and so then right away you knew that hey, I'm good. I yeah, can go I'm back good. In. I went back right. in, and right. yeah, it was no hard feelings. Just, just like you said, something that had to be done, and yeah. you know, it wasn't a good deal. It just had to be done. Barsher Tomac here from the last two. Uh, I don't know. That's impossible to predict. Great. I would have Thanks. to say Tomac awesome. recently, but can't ask you about that. Can't you know. ask about a guy who got fired. We guess we may as well just fold up shop. Go on record, yeah. JT Baggett's got it locked up. It's looking pretty good. It's yeah. Look at you. Yeah, just, I mean, I mean obviously, he, he's in the most favorable position. From a guy who lost the championship in the last motos of the year, he's sitting here going, it's it's done deal. Done deal. If Barsha Dungey or Baggett were to get hurt before the Desnations, would Alessi get a look at the spotters? He Alessi isn't going to the Desnations unless Never. every rider dies in a plane crash after Elsinore. It's, they, they seem to find Hanson cutting the track at Daytona, no problem. That was pretty blatant, but, you know. Do, wh- no, but I'm saying inconsistency. How like is it they- blatant to go from 20th to 4th in two turns? It's not blatant. <laughs> White power. Oh, dear. What? Jesus. All right. If they get help um, from from WP, full full factory help, they'll they'll have a suspension tech for sure. They, JDR has one in their white power. Okay, it's just yeah, WP. There's okay. a lot of logistics that have to be figured out with that. It's white power. Right now. I know. Hey, Bob, explain what happened with you and Nico at the starting line. Yeah, man, that was kind of a bummer. Uh, uh, this is my 10th professional season, and that was the first time I've ever missed uh, 
miss the staging, you know, gate. And uh, AMA Professional Racing, you know, I don't know if everyone knows this, they uh, they close our staging, you know, about 20 minutes or whatever it is before the moto. And if you miss, uh, you know, the timing, they, they lock you out and you have to go in, you know, last. They don't, you know, not let you race, but you have to line up last. And uh, Nico, especially, it really sucked for him. He uh, qualified, I believe, fourth or second or something in the morning really good. Either way, he was going to have a good gate pick. And, uh, but yeah, that stock, man, uh, I know he wasn't too happy about it. I mean, I, <laughs> we heard you know, I was a little, I was kind of bummed, but I mean, what are you going to do? You know, those are rules. I've seen him lock Alessi and Wyndham and all these guys out before it, you know, it wasn't like it was like, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't, uh, anyone's fault. You know, he just didn't hear the, the second call, you know, air horn. And did you guys go to the riders it. meeting and know that they were going a half hour earlier? Yeah, we did. You know, uh, I just, we were late, you know, we knew, we knew they were running early and, and all that good stuff. And, uh, we just plain missed it. Like I said, tool time, uh, the, the gate guy, you know, was shutting the gate as I was coming through. So, I mean, I missed it by five seconds. So that was a bummer, but did you ask to you see know, the official? Hey, what are you going to do? You know, I didn't argue with him. I go, you kidding me? He goes, no, look at the clock. And it was right there. Plain as day. I missed it. So have you ever done our show before? I couldn't remember. I don't think so. I don't think I was ever cool enough to do it before. Well, oh. you, you almost won the, the motos weekend, so that, that that elevated you. <laughs> does Swiss Corps have a man crush on you? I don't know. It's cool if he does, though. I think that's an understatement. Yeah, that's that's his guy. He loves some Brock Tickle. And this weekend, he's, what about all you haters? What about all you haters on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, gee whiz. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, no one, no one likes a guy uh, who just goes on and on about one rider. Nobody yeah. likes that. Yeah, tell me about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the one time, me and Timmy... I mean, <laughs> 586-7857, call in if you have a question for Brock Tickle. And if your name's Kevin Husted, do not call in. Anybody else, pl- feel free to call in. Before Outdoors, we had a good talk, and it was not good on my side. I mean, he told me exactly how it was, and if I wasn't doing that, then there was going to be a problem. And I've overcome what he expected from me, and but. now it's good. Like, this weekend, he was pumped. I mean, that feeling from I don't know, just getting that feeling from him is cool because normally it's not many it doesn't happen too much so well kyle you were there for so it was it was awesome how long kyle five years five years at pro circuit yes saw some things i'm sure over those five years yeah where mitch was pretty harsh yeah but he wants to win yeah that's the only thing <laughs> satisfies him is winning so he's gonna be hard on he's gonna say some things and i mean i think he made nathan ramsey cry one time like in the late 90s possibly like, really cry yeah <laughs> he almost made me cry before outdoors yeah, yeah. Uh, right, he, he probably right. made me cry too as a mechanic <laughs> oh well there's a man you need to talk to he uh he's basically the, the alpha dog up here so ever since i was a little kid he's been like the uh the guy we all looked up to for the uh off track partying and the on track uh determination he's a cool dude He's kind of a mix of Rhino and Jason Lawrence. If they would have birthed a baby, it would be so well. <laughs> I'll never forget, I wake up in the morning to his brother-in-law going, Gardner! Stupid! Get the fuck out of here now! I'm like, oh, man. You're burnt. This is not getting overwhelmed. I got so nervous, dude. I put out and I literally am pulling my wallet out of my pocket as I get out of the tank. And there's our guy who is so proud of his camping gear. This shit is just falling off in a lot of plastic. Watson, Watson, you, you dude, just, that's I can see dude, that guy freaking out cool. over his and gear. Much, the stuff was burnt, dude. Dude, that's great, dude. Oh wow. Because, 
getting all the deals. And I felt so bad for this poor bastard. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. happened here, and we melted it. Fucking crazy. That's psycho, dude. Fucking crazy. That's extreme right there. Yeah. Oh, good. All right, Stillwell, awesome. we, we got to go. We got to go. Stillwell out. Stillwell out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It seemed better. It seemed like it was going to be better. Coming at you. Nice transition, tits. Good transition. <laughs> nice fade out right there. Like <laughs> Just very professional. Good job. Who are you talking to? None, yeah. Huh? Guess. None of my business? Yeah. Can we get our next guest? This isn't social yes. time. I don't Sorry. care if it's your birthday. <laughs> Bro. He, he was being lovey-dovey over he there. He makes personal calls during the show, takes them and everything. Like He was being lovey-dovey. This is what? Ridiculous. It was my wife. See? Lovey-dovey. Dude. We don't got time for wives and chicks on this show. We're gnarly. Moser out. Moser in. You're All right. in. Well, I could go a lot of ways with that, but... Uh, <laughs> we should not have gone there just now. All right. Swizzle, whatever you do, <laughs> don't blow this. Yeah. We got uh, JS7 on this episode, and the best pep talk he ever received was from DeCoster, and that's exactly what he was told. Uh, we also got uh, K-Dub, uh, a little bit of a discussion of if K-Dub's coming back for 2013 or not. A pretty timely subject at this point contract negotiations still pending yeah they didn't go well oh really what do you mean k-dub as in kenny watson yeah they're still negotiating right he might be 2013's not here yet so i'm still i'm holding on to a little hope you're still holding on for hope no okay i thought you're i thought you're delusional there for a second nope okay so um at this point though k-dub and mathis are still co-host and co-host and Mathis wants to know if K-Dub's going to go to GNR with him. And uh, K-Dub's like, sure, I'll go to GNR, but I don't think I'm going with you, <laughs> which is good. Um, couldn't have uh, played that up any better if it was scripted that way. Uh, Ways on the show, he describes his gnarly Millville crash and how he was throwing his dingling around in the hospital, telling everybody it felt like he was pissing razor blades. Uh, pretty good story. Um Button comes on and argues to Mathis that the 250 class is a better show than the 450 class. Therefore, they should be paid as such. And at the end of this show, K-Dub both bags on Scoops and also gives her her name, Scoops. I think you got that backwards. He nicknames her Scoops, brings her up, puts her on a pedestal, and then a couple shows rolls by, and then he quickly knocks her down, and uh, she still hasn't come back, so... Um, I hope the scoops out there knows that now that K-Dub's back, or gone rather, that we'd like to see her back and giving us the scoop. Show 104. There's a lot of changes going on, some that I really am having a hard time adjusting to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, what he says to me, things are changing and it's not smoke shows and go-go dancers no more, Watson. Are you allowed to do it? Are you going to do it? Do it. What do you mean? Well, Dude, you're getting RC in your program. RC doesn't like me. Probably doesn't like this show. We've we've spilled secrets on the show. Have they ever said to you, "Hey, don't do the show," or, or "Can you not no, do it?" Or, no, no, never dude, said it. Okay. No one. I mean, I told like I didn't know that I was. Concentrate. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was doing like I didn't know that 
after Supercross that I was going to continue to do the show. Right. Because I was really wasn't sure. Like I told you, I don't know what I'm going right. to do. And I was talking to Ricky, and he's like, oh, I thought you weren't doing the show after Supercross. And I'm like, well, I decided to do it. I don't got much going on. And I made the commitment, and I'm going to keep my word. So I'm going to do it, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, but that doesn't mean 2013. You just hey, commitment through this you'll, year. You'll hear from my agent. We'll contact time. Contract. Oh, contract, contract time? Brock Tickle to your team. Anything you confirm or deny? Wait for the press release. Oh, geez, here we go. The press release game again. Yeah, you'll see him at the track. Uh, or, or maybe maybe you guys will have one of those deals where you only ride certain days and then they can't show up. Because you know how those things all work nowadays. Like, it's all... Of course. I've already planned it. So, um, you know, uh, so right now, right. nobody can ride the month of January. I hope that doesn't <laughs> mess up anybody's schedule. So is that cool? is that That's cool? all right. We'll be in Date City. <laughs> Shit, you could go win that thing and make more than you would have done if you won every outdoor national. Exactly. Exactly. So it's my championship. But that's why. That's why. Really, I didn't really race on outdoors because I wasn't getting paid. So you know, oh, you know, yeah. of course, yeah, I'm all go. about the money. Dude, I'm so, glad. To, I'm glad know. to hear you finally say it, dude. That's it's funny. finally come out. <laughs> Watson's been speculating for months about that, but is he's finally. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I was gonna check. Barbara. I probably showed up at those races, but you know me. So as far as him doing an interview, he never called me. He never found out whether I wanted to race it, how I was doing it, how I felt about the race. Never. Not once. So, uh, reality of the situation is, Roger DeCosta don't like me, and I don't like Roger DeCosta. And like I said, when I when I mean that, I don't mean that by disrespect. It's just like certain people, I don't like Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher don't like me either, but, you know, it is what it is. And I think what right. the thing is, is that, you know, there's always backstory behind the whole deal and stuff like that. Whatever his reason was to, to pick me, like that's that's his own deal. As far as going there and, and getting the job done, winning the races, or doing what it was best for the team, like when I went in 06 and Rodney Costa came on the gate and he told me, don't blow this thing, right before I went out and raced, it was probably the best pep talk I ever had in my life. It's always easy to go there and just say, I hate this, I hate yeah. that. But like people are like, at the end of the day, people that talk crap or over the keyboards and say this stuff and won't say they're, they're cowards. I mean, it, it is what it is. To go there and, and like, when you're supposed to be there and and you're out there winning a championship, you got to grind this thing out. Like, yeah, you go. I, dude, I rode with a broken foot before. I, you know, my hand broke, whatever. Like, whatever. I'll do whatever. I won a Supercross with a torn ACL. Like, it does not matter. You do whatever it takes. But when you're out there and you're, you're out there filling the gate, and, you know, you're like, dude, like, you're out there getting fifth place or, you know, tenth place, which is good for some people. But, you know, those are the times that you're like, dude, let me come back and let me get healthy. We're going to go to commercial. Kenny, we got a surprise guest. And you wanted to have him on, even though we it could end up taking us longer? Yep. Do and I? he's finally going to be on the show. Everyone, stay tuned. Ricky Carmichael is coming on. <laughs> Tell your friends. Get on, the, get on the boards. Let's go. Let's talk crap on RC. <laughs> Let's go. See you guys after the commercial. It's uh, Guns N' Roses. They're there for three weeks. Three weeks are at the heart, at the joint floor. Would you go with me, buddy, friend? Uh, no, but I'll probably go. <laughs> but I don't think I'll go with you. But I will probably but you will go. Hey, Chad, can, can, most people get involved. Like, like people play baseball, uh, but they don't go build a fucking baseball field in their backyard. <laughs> they build a sc- <laughs> They don't build. Well, they're stupid. They, they, they don't build. So and the reason to go, you know why they don't? Because you know they can't. You know why I did it? Because I can. Yeah. That's exactly what I tell everyone. Why, why did you do this? And I'm like, because I can. Yeah. I work my ass off my whole 
life until this point, yep. right. and I sacrificed a lot. And you know what? I dreamed of this as a kid, and I got it. <laughs> our, our sport's just really frustrating at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, it's 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 a, it's a tough thing to you know to deal with, and, and from a a guy that has so much passion about our sport, and you know, and and then you, you put so much into it, and it's just it's, it's frustrating to say the least. Right. On um, you know, like all the people that have those dreams, you know, like of seeing Moto be like NASCAR and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I have those dreams, and then that passion. It's just the the the, the hard reality is our yeah. sport's never going to be any bigger than what it currently is because of the people that run it. Well, it's never going to be bigger. Me and JT. Yeah, how, how did he become part of your crew? Uh, when I moved out here in Florida, he was already a part of like the the kind of the, the crew out here, and then um, more. I actually came a part of the crew rather than him. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of I met him through Red Dog Tim Ferry, and um, you know, just seen him around a lot, and then uh, yeah, just pretty much you know since what oh three end of oh three, um, I just been around him a lot, and yeah, and you know, Red Dog's retired now so we all ride at my place and you know, um, he's just a good guy that's had my back the whole time and you know he's he's cool i mean he's he doesn't talk moto 24 7 very rarely does he talk moto at all so uh, it's nice to have a friend that you can just you know talk about life travis do you want to win those tickets to elsinore i'd love to okay well then you win them do you have a question for chad reed or, or do you uh, okay then you win them <laughs> yeah, you got Ask me something. You got two tickets. You just called. No, I know. You're I know. Give me a give me a question or some kind of uh, some kind of contest. Uh, what, I, I'd just run with it if I were you, man. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you a question, and if you don't answer correctly, you don't win the tickets. How about that? Whoa! All right. Name me the top five results from Unadilla Lights <laughs> class. Go. Shit, man, I don't know. Muskin, Tomac. Yep. Um. Baggett? Yeah, Baggett's right. And no, Baggett's not right. Hitting a third? No, Kenny was Oh, Kenny got third. Hang no. him up. Baggett. You're, you're done. You're done. Later. Sorry, Travis. Travis, um, got clipped. You had him, and then you, yeah. you yep. see to give them away. You got a little cocky. You clipped, Travis. Uh, I'll kind of tie it into what's going on in the news right now with, with Lance Armstrong, right? So the whole, the whole performance-enhancing drug deal. That's like being on an SC bike or a pro-circuit bike. Just because you have it doesn't mean you still don't have to do all the work. Yes, agreed. You still have to do all the work. You still have to twist the throttle. You still have to go over the track faster than everybody else. Just because you have the confidence in the machinery does not mean that it's going to get the job done for you. You still have to go and put in all the effort to get it done. If the lights guys are getting paid five or six hundred grand in 2015, I guess we're back. That's just ridiculous. No, it's not. Come on, dude! They risk their lives as much as uh, anybody well, else. I they know. get the same amount of TV, and they get the same I, amount of TV time. And uh, right now, they're putting on a hell of a lot better shows than the 450 guys. Yeah, are. no, I'm just straight up. When's RV signing his contract? When is that? When's that going down? Like he even fucking uh, knows. My my guess is when uh, they put the contract in front of him, he agrees to the terms, no, then thanks. he'll probably sign it. Thanks nice lot, answer. Monster. Middle of January, something like that. Yeah, you'll beat that. You're Nick Way. So I'm just I'm just hanging. I mean, right. I was, uh, I was, I would like to race again. I mean, I, there's nothing to say, like for sure that you know I'm gonna like heal 100 percent and everything will be fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, from what I'm told, that that's the case. But right, you know, you never know. You never know with something like that. I mean, obviously, I'm super thankful for, you know, 
Yeah. Getting out as easy as I did with having such a serious injury and uh there there's no, no but uh, yeah, I mean I've had I've had crashes like in the past where I've hit my head or something and like yeah. I've had ling- lingering effects that are like much worse than how far out than I am now when I've had such a bad injury. So, you know, honestly, I'm you know, it's been nice hanging with the family and, and kind of chilling. Um there's no way you're going out like that. I don't I I will come to your house beat you down. But you're not going out on an injury. You 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 know, you got to get back to the track. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you know who you're talking to. Come on. I don't know if I was going a lot faster than what I thought or I hit it closer to the top than what I thought because mm-hmm. I was expecting, like, nothing to happen. And then next thing you know, I don't know if my foot pegs hit or something. Or, like, maybe my back wheel got into the hole and my foot pegs hit. Yep. <clears throat> but I went over the bars, like, quick. And usually in those, like, you know, you kind of hit the ground once and that's it. But I remember hitting the ground twice hard. Jeez. And then I was, yeah. and then I was, uh, then I was honestly beside the track, and I, I honestly thought I was closer towards the start of the whoops than where I was because I saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, that was about it. Instantly, instantly in pain, like, like you were like, oh, I'm out, I'm done. Well, I was laying, I was like laying there, and I was on my hip that I dislocated, and like I wasn't like trying to move. I was, I didn't move at all, but. Could tell right away that like something was wrong in my leg. Okay, because yeah. like my all the way to my foot, my whole leg was like like asleep, like it was numb. Yeah, like yeah. kind of like that stabbing pain everywhere. Right. But I mean, it wasn't like unbearable. And then uh, I guess Doc Bodner asked me like what I thought was wrong. I'm like, I don't know, something maybe at the end of my like my something in my hip or like the end of my femur or something. Something's up up there. Mm-hmm. And so. Like, I don't know they, what they were doing, but I just hung out beside the track for quite a time. Right. And uh, when they put me, like, tried to put me on the board, like, I think they tried to, like, land me straight, and then that's when it just was like, uh, oh, yeah. Right. I was, that hurt, yeah. I've been living with guilt ever since your accident, by the way. I've been living with guilt because I knew you crashed hard, but I didn't really know what was going on, and I didn't get an answer from anybody, Alan or Big Nasty or yourself, and I got to Minneapolis... You know, I was flying out the next morning out of Minneapolis. I got to Minneapolis, and I Big Nasty's like, oh, no, he's jacked up. He's going to be staying here for a while. And I was like, should I go to the Mayo Clinic right now, like turn around and drive to the Mayo Clinic, miss my flight, and go see this guy? I was like, ah, fuck it. I want to catch my flight home. I know where I'm going this weekend, actually. Canada? To the, to the place where 250, on a 250, landed on the uh, 80. Oh, shit. You're going to Baja Acres. Yeah, why are the you place go- where Mathis took a dude to the helicopter on an 80, and he was wondering why nobody had any sympathy for him. Hey, he shouldn't have been on the track. That guy shouldn't have been on the track. It was <laughs> big bike practice only. Baja uh, wanted to be the official home of the Michigan chapter of the Mafia, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to put together like a presentation where Swinkster maybe handed me over the Tommy gun or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling the Swinkster. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my, like, the the catheter thing I don't remember any of this my brother's here right now yeah. he's telling me that my dad's been telling everyone that like I just have my I just had my I had my dick out and I'm just telling everyone it's like pissing razor blades get this thing out of me <laughs> Nick Way good guy hopefully he comes back he, he, he's got a race again can I ask you a question yeah every time we have a guest you always say great guy good guy when are you going to get off the dick bad guy well, if you notice, I say great guy and good guy. Little differences. Some people are just good. Some people are great. 
I, for one, am great. In typical Pulpomex show fashion, we cannot give away fucking anything without a something yeah. falling apart. Hey, I'm sorry. What were you asking him? Nothing. I wasn't asking him anything. JT. Don't yell at tits. Yeah. All right, these are actual questions from actual listeners. Uh, tits calls through all of the best ones, uh, mm. takes them out, and answers the worst <laughs> ones. Steve and Kent, what? do you guys see yourselves working in the moto industry until you retire? <laughs> I fucking hope not. <laughs> what else are they going to do? Well, who would employ Watson? <laughs> Like in a normal, what the hell do you guys qualify for? That's what I want to know. In a normal, I could do anything. I'm a top-notch journalist, but Kenny, <laughs> who's going to employ Kenny in any sort of you know like, like, like job where you have to deal with the public? I mean, basically, basically, we're all the only thing we're us three are qualified for is to do something with racing. Steve, laugh, laugh, laugh as you want, but I have this award. It's called innovating. So I can be a you go, you go apply for a home loan, and when they ask your occupation, you tell them innovator? <laughs> of the, no. Inter, innov, of yeah. the year. Just one year. I'm pretty good at laying pipe, huh, Pook? <laughs> Jeez. I can see you opening it up, Sorry. Steve. Hales, what's up? Hey. How are you? Um, I'm just, I'm really tired, actually, but. <laughs> Thank you for sticking but, around. Is this Adam, yeah. is this Adam Cincerilla? No. Oh. Again, you ask me this every time, Kenny. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> you kind of sound like. Oh, that's super mini. I'm sure. It's not. It's not a super. Oh no, it's not an eighty. It's a super mini, JD. He wants to. That's what I just said. He's not riding. You're not riding no more, are you? Nope. Two fifties. Yep. They... <laughs> thanks, Al. Yeah. Thanks. Keep us informed. Yeah. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. See ya. Bye. 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 Thanks for uh, your new nickname is Scoop. Oh yeah, good one. <laughs> I'm gonna get our fedora with a little little feather in it. It says scoop on it. Scoops, show one oh five. Alright, we're back. Uh starting off show number one oh five, we have uh JT telling the story of how he cut the track at Unadilla and they just knew it was him. And he said, Okay, fine, show me the picture. And they sent him a picture of Weimer, the number twelve on his bike, a green bike, not a yellow bike. Um, Jesse Nelson's on the show, tells the story of losing his thumb, talks about how the team likes to make jokes right before the motos. Oh, Hey, where's your thumb? You got your thumb? Like it's a chest protector or something. Um, JT one liner on Haney's clothes falling off at his water cross. Um, and then towards the end of the show, they discuss who is the scary super fan of the show of which this guy that's on the other line is voted scariest super fan of the show and i'm sure you can guess who that is i've gotten a lot of uh votes best um uh, best i don't know let's see here best super fan or i guess that could be worst super fan worst caller worst common caller creepiest creepiest unfunniest unfunniest was definitely one of them and that guy from jersey is that holy cow dude if anybody is a fag that moza <laughs> is the one yeah, that. Uh, and then he called in on the show I was in, and he's like, "Yeah, you're all right, man." <laughs> Perfect. Jersey, that's funny. Perfect. That's that's classic. That's like standard internet guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, keyboard heroes, right? Show one hundred and five. Asking our sponsors for free shit. None other than the <laughs> Tits Legendary Tits. What's up? Hello. Who'd you ask this week? I'm very interested. Who, who'd you call I, 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 for free shit? They haven't, that you're part of... they haven't responded yet, so I'm not going okay. to say I don't want to blow all anyone right. out yet. You let me know. Okay. Did you cheat and cut the track at all this, this week? Um, yeah, but I'm hoping they didn't see it on TV. I actually cut it a bunch. 
they're going to send you a photo of Weimer cutting it to prove that you cut it. <laughs> they're going to send That's me a self-addressed hey. stamped envelope, and I'm actually going to have to send them a check. Hey, Kenny, they said to him, you cut the track at Unadilla. I don't know if you heard about it. Maybe we talked about this. I don't even know. But he said, JT's like, prove it. I, no, I didn't. And they're like, we can prove it. And they sent him a photo of Weimer cutting the track. <laughs> <laughs> they said that $100 doesn't make us even think about it. I'm like, you're out of your mind. I was freaking punching holes in my the walls of my house over that 100 bucks. <laughs> And we have Weimer cutting the track to prove it, that you cut it. Yep, exactly, yeah. Uh, Jeff Canfield, uh, how do you, like, do you have video of me doing this? Because I definitely disagree that I was cutting the track. Yep, I'll send you a picture and then Weimer. Oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> Somebody threw an iPhone across the restaurant and I was still, uh, like, mesmerized. Do we, do we get into that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we get into that. Not, I don't know. Sure we did. Not on sure the air. We did. I'm sure. I was shocked. Steve. JT brought it up then. JT brought it up. Yeah. JT, sure, you tell us. I didn't bring it up. Sure. sure. Yeah, he did. <laughs> sure we do. So you're saying, Mark, definitely JT would not be considered uh, on the suspicious list because of his performance this year has not gone as way we, we thought. You know, I don't know too many drugs that make you shorter. Oh, JT. Oh, shit. Oh, JT. <laughs> You're blocked. <laughs> Dude, when I raced arena cross with him, he would be burning it down right before we raced. Like, I mean, like the whole trailer that Tuff was racing out of would just be like a, like Cheech and Chong in there. Why would and he just roll straight out to the hot lap. Birdwell was one of my guys, and... Dude, he was like, I remember one time he said, uh, it, when he did it, it made him mellow him out. And one time we were in Bakersfield, and he, he smoked weed before he went to go ride. And he was riding, and he was so relaxed, he wasn't paying attention, and he rode, like, third gear wide open into a rain rut, a huge <laughs> rain rut, and went over the bars. <laughs> and he's laying there, and he broke his ribs, and he's like, oh! I'm like, were you too relaxed? You didn't see it? And he was so mad at me. He was, I'm like, you think that had anything to do with it? He said, no, it didn't. And I'm like, okay. By no means do I think that smoking pot is okay. And drinking is okay. Oh, you just got a tweet about that? Or text? No, not at all. Oh, oh, but I'm just yeah. saying, I'm not saying that, you know, someone goes smoke pot and drive. I don't smoke pot. I don't, you know, I don't do drugs like that. So I don't do drugs like that. <laughs> I don't do any drugs. <laughs> I do drugs. other drugs. I don't do any drugs. You can, uh, Dunge isn't a big fan of myself. Uh, and, you know, you and I are, are all right. So maybe you could put a word in and see, hey, like I did the show. It's really awesome. You should maybe try it. Hey, uh, take it. Hey, let me tell you something, Les. If you want to keep right. that relationship cool with, with Dunge, <laughs> don't say a fucking word. Uh, just <laughs> don't say a word because you know, I know you know what Ryan thinks of Mathis. I'm you don't saying. have to tell Mathis and you don't have to say nothing. But I know there's a lot of sh- talking going on in that barn. And I know. I know for a fact if you want to keep, if you want to keep it cool because, yeah, I'm is, just saying, it like, is Ricky's property. But you know what? Dungey is the guy that's running that place right now. Thanks for a tiebreaker. I drive a Ford Ranger that's got FMF stickers front and back on it. So. That, Boom. Wait, your question is, did you cut Ooh. out the FMF logo and put it on the, the you Ford You have an the FMF front? over the Ford? Wow, that's really original, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> that's super original. Thanks, bud. Derek's got the 04 CR125. Claims he's going to buy FMF on his new 450. And Kevin has the 09 YZ250 SST system and uh, has a, an FMF sticker over his Ford logo, which is... Again, hardcore. We're gonna uh, we're gonna hook them all up. What? Whoa! Yeah, what? How we do it? Are Labor you, Day. Labor are you, Day. Are you high or drunk right now? FMF racing tits. Come on. How cool is that? Tits. Yeah. Did you ask him for free shit when he hung up? Did you oh, call yeah. him back? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's hooking me up big time. We got to talk about your thumb. 
We have to. All right. I didn't know how to bring this well, up. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah. Uh, no, no easy way to bring this up, Jesse. <laughs> but uh, so you got no, no right thumb, no left thumb. No left thumb. Yeah. How'd you lose it? Uh, chainsaw accident. I was cutting some firewood. No, it wasn't. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, I just uh, I had a I had a practice get off. Uh, I just was coming around a corner and uh, high sided somehow and like kind of rolled a few times. And when I landed, I like landed on my back and my bike like was flipping and it went and hit me in the face. And I put my hands up like automatic reaction and my sprocket was just right there and just hook hand right into it. Oh, oh wow. man. And, and it was still spinning pretty good, and just I don't know, it was just beyond mangled. Like my pretty much my whole like right side of my left hand was just uh, I don't know. Did they <laughs> cut up meat? And no chance of reattaching it or nothing. Like, uh, well, I spent I spent two weeks in the hospital, a week in the ICU. Uh, I had a blood transfusion and three different surgeries to try to reattach it, and um, it just wouldn't take. There was really like nothing left of it, and uh, right. like the Jeez. the best they could like rebuild it and everything i guess it just it wouldn't take and it was too much so did but, them, well, they, just, they took it off and then whatever you gotta adapt to it hey does anybody in your team ever jacks around with you and hides it from you and watch you panic <laughs> no there's always there's always this joke that goes around that's not really a joke i guess but but every time we're getting ready for a moto like because one time this one time i forgot i didn't know where my prosthetic was so everybody's on the radio is freaking out Where's Jesse's thumb at? Where's your thumb at? Like all this stuff, and like it was on, it was on the rhino, and uh, then we found it. And now every single time before I'm getting ready for a moto, they're like, "Hey, yeah. do you have your thumb?" And they always <laughs> hide it around. And oh, here it is. Here's your thumb. What if the heat races instead of the guys just riding around in seventh because they know they're in? Don't tell them what places secure the main event till after the race. <laughs> First heat one to six. Second heat one to eleven. LCQ one to three. Everyone fights to the end. Just my two cents. What do you think, JT? So you don't know going into the race what you need to get into the main event. Hey, guys. It'd be cool. That's like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type stuff, but yeah. what not if, practical. What if they chopped the head off the first guy that didn't make it? Oh, man, I'd have been dead a long time ago. Dungey feels the same way RC does. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, I know, and it's stupid. He only and feels that way because RC feels that way. That's all. He's a robot. He doesn't think and for you himself. wonder why he, he will. He doesn't you, think for himself. You wonder Sheesh. why he won't do an interview because comments like that. Yeah, I think that bridge has long been washed. Hey, then why'd you ask? The, then the why'd you ask? Been why'd you ask Les to put the good word in for you? The bridge then? has been washed. Okay, can't. Okay, <laughs> I don't know it's a who means. said she said thing. <laughs> Instead of being a uh, tweets, you should be Kenny's tweets. <laughs> that wouldn't the, be the, good because I don't tweet too often. This one's yeah. a, Step Brothers is one of the funniest movies ever. Make fun of him. Yep. Yeah. Right on tweet. Hey, next time you need some glasses, remember that. <laughs> glasses or shoes or socks oh, or what else was it, Kenny? Clothes? I mean, whatever. He's personally, he's basically Anything. used you like a JC Penny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys, uh, did you guys talk about the Jeff Alessi comeback? No, we did not. No. Um, he's, is it a German race? German ride? I don't know. I just saw his deal on Vital. Yeah, I saw his post too. And I, I was, just, I felt like those were one of the times that maybe he shouldn't have hit submit. <laughs> <laughs> that team is not a factory team. That's the team that Hanny rode for at Zwarta Cross. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Josh told me that his his muffler fell off the first practice. He just had a lot of problems. His clothes fell off one practice too. He said his front wheel almost <laughs> fell off. He said he said his axle backed out. His clothes fell off. Kenny, did you get it? 
I got it, but I ain't gonna go there. Uh, hey, Tits works the Pulp Mech Show Twitter account. He does. Yeah, he does during uh-huh. the show and during the week and everything. Uh-huh. You, like, you like my tweet? He just tweeted outstanding tweets at Tits Legendary segment this week. Yep. Good times. Yep. Just basically patting himself patting on the back. Patting on the back, himself yeah. on the back. Yeah, for good tweet. I got three questions. Two for Kenny. All right. Expert on goggle tear-offs. The goggle of choice is... Is one uh, about a cell phone? What is the most durable cell phone that can get thrown across the restaurant and still work? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, Watson. Ask, I'll ask both of you guys this. Watson, you first. Who's the scariest super fan of the Pulp Mech show? Bozier. <laughs> JT, who's the scariest super fan of the Pulp Mech show? Tits. <laughs> I can assure you Tits is not a fan of the show. <laughs> I'd have to say Scoops running a close second in my Scoops? eyes. Scoops. Uh, Scoops. Scoopsy. Scoopsy. <laughs> hey. Okay, now we're moving on to show 106 after three, count them three, Moser commentary shows in a row. Uh, show 106 starts with uh, JT talking about how he is actually waving at people in the second moto of his last national ever at Lake Elsinore instead of actually focusing on racing forward. Why would you at that point? Um, <laughs> there's a show mutiny over the inclusion of chicken foot in the song selection. Everybody is really mad about that. Um, Will Hahn comes on and talks about sawing off Jason Anderson. He's not going to put up with this shit anymore. And at the end of the show, another classic Ackerman line, he would rather be deaf and paralyzed than have to, than to just be paralyzed then have to listen to Chicken Foot again. Good times. I don't know, man. I stand by that Chicken Foot song. I had no idea it would blow up like that. Who knew? Let's take a, <laughs> let's take a listen. Show 106. Rob Bidos was in on it, too. Only because of me, though. Yeah. You got, I, got an assist on it. I told him it's his last national, and he went, really? Actually, and that was it. I actually heard him during the motos yelling my name. I'm in, like, 30th. <laughs> Not even doing all the jumps, uh, and I heard him yelling my name. First moto, I tried, and then the second moto... I tried over it. I actually, tried, tried I, was, I actually waved at a bunch of people mid moto. Like I was kind of by myself, and I'm like, "Yeah, this track blows." We just thought we'd we'd go out, we'd go with this at the beginning. This, you know, this is so bad. No, this is this, this is highway this is, robbery of Ricky. By the way, fucking this is awesome. It's fucking so bad. I'm sorry, Ricky. This has to be your idea. No, this I, is I argued fucking, all day about it. This is the dumbest shit ever. Was it Delman RC, dude? It was a bit repetitive. Right. Okay, round 15. Okay. okay. I've known JT a long fucking time. Not dude. as long as me, though. Probably longer. No, not as long JT. as me, which is. JT. Long J- time. Longer than Steve? Long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. way. Long time. I don't know. I don't know when you met him, so it's kind of a. I don't know no, what he's talking about. He's when talking I met about you. I've known you longer yeah, than I, have I, kn- I knew him for you. Yeah. How? Because I met you in like 99. No. Yes. No. Dude, yeah. I just told we, you when we you were down working f- for for Timmy, 99. Dude, I, I knew you. him f- like from 96 and when I was down in Fargo with Timmy's when yeah. he wasn't even like. I met you in 99, your first race with Timmy. You don't know <laughs> shit. Me and Kenny discussed this after the race because we're buddies. I know you guys don't have that relationship, but we yeah. talked about it after the race. Well, we're going to Guns N' Roses. No. No. Yeah, no. you're both going, but you'll be on opposite sides of the, <laughs> the whatever stadium. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, because it's that, that stuff dies hard. That's what they dies associate hard? with him. Yeah. Bruce Willis now? Yes. Jason Thomas dies hard. EPKIA, Emmer Effort. Michael Lessie is on a team. I think I would want him as a teammate. 
because I think no, I no, think it's not that he's not a teammate. It's just I, want I could see him. Teammate. I could see him going ballistic to take out a guy like Hurling just to take him out so no, we can no, win. No way, <laughs> Steve. You can say what you want. I've known Michael Lessie since he's been yes, five years. You bought them an iguana. Did you quit being a fucking? You did. Dick. Quit being a fucking smartass. I did. Right. I'm just telling you. I've That's known how tight you are. I've known the. Elect- That's how tight you are. You gave them a, a reptile. <laughs> the lap times debate. They're going faster than the 450s, and they are a lot sometimes. But you can't. It's it's it is apples to oranges a little bit, is it not? It is. Yeah. When I honestly, when I watch their bikes, and I watch, I'm fortunate enough to watch the best guys in the world like practice and do all this stuff. I've just you know I've been lucky like that over the years. Right. When I watch their bikes on the track, I can't believe what they're allowed to get away with because of their bikes handling so well and being lighter and nimble. Um, and I think when those guys move up, it's not like they're going to be like, wait till you see what they're doing on 450. They're just going to kill everyone if they're that fast on a 250F. It's just different. The, the racing yeah. doesn't translate. You slow down right. in certain spots. The bike doesn't handle. You have to respect it more. It's just different. Kenny, so I, was many ta- I was standing with Chad Reed and JT. And I had to, me and Chad were, couldn't carry a conversation with him. People were yelling at him to come to the tent. That's swear, awesome. Swear, swear, no, it was, it was honestly, I was blown away. Swear, like, it was really, really cool. Coming at you. What the hell is this? It's Are chicken you? foot coming at you. Chicken foot. Yeah. Dude, Steve, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Why, Sounds why, like a virus in Africa. Yeah, like, you really think people are into that? This is not good, man. What happened to Bobby? I, I came down with that chicken foot. I can't believe the response. Nobody. What is this? Who is this? I can't expect this out of you. It sounds like a like a hotel bar band. Huh? The next one. Nobody? Nothing? Dude, this are a, we trying to lose our listeners right this now? This is like a double tree on Friday night, the band playing at the bar. <laughs> I said it was JT's music, but that was because Steve gave me all new stuff. I got new music. Both I didn't pick chicken foot. I, I did not pick chicken foot. <laughs> I would like to make that very clear. I was misinformed. My Send out a press release. I did not pick chicken foot. Supercross that you have to get really like ready for the moment. Like, like when the gate drops, you have to be ready like to go. Put some chicken foot on. Full out sprint. Exactly. <laughs> and yes. get ready. Yes, I would highly recommend chicken foot. Oh wait, you didn't pay. Never mind. Nope. So really, did you buy a bottle of water or anything? I bought a nine dollar sausage. I bet you did, dude. Why? Yeah. I could have. I would have given you that for free. <laughs> You're a bad tester. What? You're a bad tester. Who did you talk to, Chad? Yeah, yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks he's the like the end all of testing. How about Chad having his kid say JT slow and sending you a video today this afternoon? Wow, that's all. That's like a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, but it's that's standard. Yeah, that's like every day. The kid yelling yeah. JT slow. Yeah, yeah, pretty normal. And then he texts you and said, "Big Baggett was how much faster?" 20 seconds. Than you. Yeah. A lap? <laughs> like, like a lap. He went, like, picked a lap and picked a lap. You know what I mean? He's like, whatever. He just, anything he can find, no matter how irrelevant. Random text irrelevant on the ride. The things are. Yeah, That's yeah. a good friend. So That's then JT. A, he, he is a good friend, JT, but he's ruthless. JT texted him back and said, you better retire before that kid hits, hits your class. Yeah, I told him, sell your rig and fire everyone in our team soon because those kids are coming for you. Hey, I'm just going to apologize right now. For the music that's going to be coming on. If, unless it's Iron Maiden, I apologize because I don't know what's coming. And Steve is very I, mad right now. Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I don't get it, JT. That is better than Chicken Foot? Absolutely. Skilo? Yeah, I, I, would have, I would have to say it. I mean, I would have to say it, but it's still, I, I would still think that's not up to par, but... 
That's out of respect for JT. That's what. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we let him call. It. I don't yeah. think it's a great song. It's just like when I was when I was like high school. Like everybody was like, "Oh, this song's perfect for you. Oh, you wish you were taller." Uh. Do they sound like Rocky? Like, they all try their hardest, and I, I don't. Steve, you know what? I didn't say a word. I didn't no, say a word. No, fuck you. You rolled I didn't your say eyes. A word. The look on your face is the like look really, on your eyes. The look, the look on your face said it all. It's Thirty seconds. Okay, <laughs> I fucked. I messed up. Thirty seconds. Oh god, you didn't answer it. Oh boy, buzzed me. How many? Another one. We're gonna have three. We only usually eat two. We already did two. We did two commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. We came Time back flies. with chicken foot, and we came back with skilo. Skilo. Oh, yeah, we did. Chicken I got a pee, so I was thinking about throwing it. We can carry the show. There's no chance. Tits can do his roundtable <laughs> right now. <laughs> there's a there's a checklist for Tits's friends. You must have intimate knowledge of Steve Jobs. You must dock and soak. They're separate check yeah, boxes. Right. Uh, you must have attended a Mormon temple service at some point. Your shoes must match your shirt. Uh, he had a great ride at Lake Elsinore. Tits, take the first two, whatever you want to do. I don't know. He had a great ride. Oh, so, hey, oh, wait. We had a great ride at Lake Elsinore. Oh, so we got Blake Baggett on the phone. Best ride of the <laughs> hey, year. Hey, Blake, congratulations, bro, on your championship. Blake Baggett? Wow. Hey, let's let's talk about this sawing off of front wheels of Jason Anderson that we read. Well, I, what happened? You know, I was mad after the race for one. Um, just because every Clearly. weekend, it just, like, somehow I get brake checked, and it's, it's in practice, and it's in the race, and I'm just over it. Over like that, but, like, looking back and, and stopping in a rut, like, I just, I mean, I just don't, I just, I don't know what it's about, and I just I haven't really started anything with them, and I just don't get it. Is I don't it? have that reputation, and I don't appreciate it, and I don't appreciate being cut over on and, and all that stuff, so. As yeah. I feel like I've passed them cleanly plenty of times. Right. That. I don't know. Maybe if I was asking for it, I'd sort of my pride a little bit more. But uh, I don't know, probably have worded it a little bit different. But I don't know. <laughs> it's just one of those deals that I just put it behind me and keep rolling forward and just, uh, you know, bang it's karma so it comes around. The thing with Freeze is, like, at this point, there are probably times where he's innocent that people still get pissed about him. Like, either he gets out of control or whatever. But there's so many people that don't hang out and talk to each other that still say, Vince, clean me out, that this isn't some master conspiracy. The guy needs to change. Yeah. It's just a bummer. Like I talked to his parents even on the weekend after the race, and you know, I, I just wish he realized what he was doing if he doesn't or whatever it is because it, you know, it just sucks. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. it. Doesn't matter. But right, he he straight up told me at Vegas like he was pretty good about it because I I took him out at uh, Salt Lake and yeah. he came up to me at Vegas and said something about that was you know that was a pretty good one like he was willing to take it like it didn't it didn't bum him out he straight up came up to me and just said like that was a you know one of my top three best takeouts on me that's ever happened when you're in it send some good music in a CD too please help me out here these guys are killing me <laughs> dude that fucking song I'd rather I'd rather be deaf and paralyzed than just paralyzed. He told me the story, and he almost lost the he almost lost the the race from the parade line. I did, I did. I was <laughs> trying hard, and Dungey was like cruising around looking at lines, and he was like gaining on me. <laughs> hey, here we are with show number one hundred and seven. Uh, K Dub is giving scoops and the entire roundtable a lot of grief. Um, you actually give the drop in this show of thank God for Moser based on his performance in the roundtable. Uh, Birdwell comes on this show and claims that you never partied with them when you are trying to make the argument again that you were partying back in the day with all the guys. <laughs> um, 
Birdwell also clarifies his dad's credit card situation to you and why you were not allowed to use it. And K-Dub said he had steak every night and stayed in a hotel every night with it. Yeah. Yeah, I got um, effed. And then uh, you guys are giving Tits a lot of crap about his mission to St. Louis. Pretty funny. <laughs> and then at the end, uh, Sinjin blows everybody away. I'm still blown away when I listen to it now. The Sinjin fake chick voicemail for Watson. Yeah, yeah, he's good at it. He's multi-talented. Very scary how good he is at it. It's scary. Like, even knowing that it's him, it's still scary. Right. I love the mission, too. That's awesome. Um, East St. Louis, Tits got to go to. Uh, Everyone else gets to go to all these cool, exotic places all over the world, and Tits has to go to St. Louis. Love it. Show 107. For people who don't know. Did you listen? For people who don't know, we did a uh, Pulp MX Super Fan Roundtable last week. Tits moderated. We had uh, Jared Hales, Rambo, Corey Moser. I think Sounds Tits did right. way better. Okay. Way better. Um, still could have done a little bit better, but he, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him props. Right. Um, Rambo's Rambo. I mean, <laughs> Rambo and, Rambo's you know, Rambo. more, I think Moser pretty much holds it together. He, without him, I would I agree. I, I think without him, there would have been a total t- <laughs> devastation, freaking <laughs> debacle. But, uh, right. Scoops was killing me. That was her audition, and I would have to say that she needs to uh, stay on the keyboard. You know what I think we learned from it? We just don't do that again. (laughs) Well, this is very happy to hear that. Yeah. Thank God for Moser. And I never thought I'd ever say those words ever. Thank God for Moser. Let's start with the writer, uh, the numbers. Okay, Steve. Go ahead. Do it to it. Okay, Steve. We'll go with the writer number. Good call. Look, look, Look who's stepping up. Why come you didn't do this See, in your roundtable well, show? No, yeah, it's, it's like, a, right? Like, we need That more. was your show. Now you're trying <laughs> no, to step no, 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 on no. our toes. Get out of here. Hales was leading that thing. I was just kind of steering the ship a little bit. No, Hales was leading it, then someone took the reins from her when they said, okay. A great man. Moj took it and said. From Seattle, Washington, hmm. named Moser. Tits, if you're really going to produce a show, can you maybe bring this up with JT later if we forget? Sure. Because he, he's rather passionate about it and wants to talk about I, it. I, I don't I'll know. I'll write it down. Put them all together then. Put all the lights to guys together. Then you have a grief. You have a national championship. Yeah. That's not a national championship in my yeah. eyes. No, I agree. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice, nice to, really nice to see us agreeing on something. Oh, fuck you. I don't agree no more. <laughs> okay. Want to do a roundtable show? Another one? JT, we did another one. Um, There's no way you did not do another one. <laughs> I was telling Tits. Back by public demand. <laughs> hey, I was JT. telling Tits that on the way back from Elsinore, you're laying in the backseat of my truck, delirious from the heat all day racing, and laughing your balls off at the first original roundtable show. But I had to get some blood drain from my hip when I crashed out at Baja Acres. Um, so they did help you me. You landed on that. Yo, you killed a child. Uh, he shouldn't have been out there. It wasn't, it wasn't 80 practice. He shouldn't have been out there. He um, killed a small child well, and he's complaining about first his of all, hip. A, jump the tabletop. B, ride your right practice. Is it always that bad trying to get out of the Nationals? Uh, no, this one was worse than normal, for sure. Think about it. When yeah, you came that... in, you were, there's one way in and one way out. So Yeah. There's a lot of good things that are one way in and one way out. But anyway, I won't go there. You guys like peas and carrots. That's why you guys are doing together. Hey, Bert, but opposite hey. great personalities. You guys were freaking some of the best times of my life. It was wonderful. Hey, you Bert. see that? We party. Me and Bird party. No, no. We're yeah, we did. He didn't party. He didn't party, Steve. What are you talking about? I took my job very seriously. Hold on. I want to ask Birdie something. Something I've been pissed about for years, especially since Kenny and I became total, complete buddies like we are now. I've been pissed about this for years, Birdie. 
When I got the job, okay. when I got the job with you, you gave me a gas or credit card, your dad's your dad's credit card, and you said, "Hey, gas only on this card, nothing else." And gas, and we're gonna pay for hotels on the weekend. And I went, "Okay, yes, sir, no problem, I'll do that." And, and I did that all year. And Watson says he stayed in hotels every night and put meals on those credit cards. <laughs> So I just want to say, like, you screwed me over, man. Kenny was living the high life at, at Fairfield Inns every night of the week, and I'm sleeping in that box run and showering in truck stops. Thanks a lot. Oh, <laughs> see, I, you know what? Well, I you know am what? never in a position to freaking manage anybody. I would, I, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you just I had to talk to, to Ray. I should have gave you both everything. Ray, Ray was the one that right. said, Ray said, hey, you're out there doing it. I want you to do the best you can. And yeah, yeah. Ray told me. <laughs> Ray, Ray, me and Ray were tight. We hashed that out on a show one time. I'm like, did you get hotels? He's like, yeah, every night. I'm like, oh, you, mother, <laughs> you motherfucker. Hey. Uh, oh, I, yeah, prime rib. Yeah, you know Watson always. Hey, Watson, I gave you 100 bucks. Well, dude, I had to get some stuff. All right, this is my best story I got. And, and this is, this is the, why I did what I did with buying rooms and buying dinner <laughs> on that credit card. Because this guy put me through hell. <laughs> put me through Put me through hell. There was this girl that lived in this town that Ty lived in. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say anything about who she is. By the way, Astoria was a cool town. Astoria was I cool. wasn't in Astoria. I was in Port Angeles. Oh, okay. Port Angeles. I know what you're talking about. Little buddy. Okay. So I start hanging out with this girl. Well, little do I know her boyfriend is some – her husband, husband. is some husband. crazy – crazy lumberjack guy that cuts down trees and leaves for like a few weeks at a time. So I start hanging out with her and we start, you know, hooking up, whatever. So I'm working in the garage Does one Bird day. know this? Does Birdie know this? Bird this? knows the whole deal with okay. the girl. Like, I don't know. I call Bird and he's like, oh yeah, you got that. Don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> so one day I'm working in the garage, right? Yeah. And it was like, a, it was like a, a week. At, no, it was a weekend. It was a Saturday. I remember. I'm working in the garage and Ty drives up and he's like, dude, you need to get out of here. I'm all, what do you mean? Yeah. He's like, Nicole's husband found out and he's crazy. He's coming over here right now to kill you. And it ties all, I got to go right now. I'm going fishing. I'll be back at the end of the day. I'm like, well, what do you mean you're leaving? Yeah, yeah. You, you can't leave me. And he's like, dude, you're on your own, dude. I told you not to jack with her. And he leaves, but she's in on it too. Uh, so I call her and yeah. she's like, he's gone. He's on his way over there. So I'm freaking out. Like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? And Ty's like, dude, I'm out of here. He's crazy. <laughs> so they leave. Ty leaves. She comes up in the driveway and she's like, he's on his way over here. I just got to wait. I'm like, get out of here. No. <laughs> Dude, Ty comes around the corner about 20 minutes later, and he's like, huh, April Fool's. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so this is the reason why yeah, I did so that. So you got hotels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah to you get back that. on. Right. Uh, I said, you have to get those 500s. He's like, oh, do I? I said, yes. Send me the 500s. <laughs> and so he sent them over to me, and if you include 500s, which you absolutely should, right, JT? You're with me? I don't even care. <laughs> if you include, I really don't. If, you're such an idiot, dude. <laughs> I know you care, but you're just saying that. No, I really don't. You don't think you don't feel 500 I, national wins should be included in the all-time national wins list? What's going to make you happier? <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. 50% ain't bad. Yeah, we bat 50%. That's yeah. Paul Bumek's show. That's what we do. Why, why did you put this in there? Do you know the song? Oh, I know it. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I thought the guy was full of shit. No, I know it. I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, but can I you sing it. it? No, absolutely not. Please, you're fired. Get out of here. Yeah, fine. Okay, you can fire me over. You really? Oh, so no, I, no, I know this guy's song. being serious. No, that's an actual song. 
Dude, well, don't get into his religion. That's his, that's his deal, dude. You, don't leave him alone. And, and for, for that guy to quit to, going to church because of his song, he answered a question wrong, like that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Well, I thought he was sort me. of making the whole thing up. No. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about his experience, but the, the song itself, yeah, it's a real right. song. Um, Is there the, a real? The, the whole sexual thing, that was never even me. That was somebody else calling in and whatnot. And, you know, well, it's nice to see girl. you perk up at some point during the show. Well, instead of just, you know, I don't know. I'd like to see the passion from you. That's good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, anyway, yes, it's a real song. No, I won't sing it. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Hey, yeah. Tits, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Have you ever been on a mission? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I went coach. to St. Louis for two years. Nice. Wait, St. Louis, Missouri? The, yes. The, no, St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. That's not a mission. What do you mean it's not a mission? It's not a just mission. Because I didn't go. No, to a the, guy, the guys country. go. Yeah, people go to the Africa. People, they go wherever. People you, go I don't to know. Canada. I've been to St. Louis, and it's 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 on par with anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, when you're when you go on a mission, you, you don't know where you're going. You don't. Oh, you don't? Where, no. no, you don't choose. Oh, they they. I they wouldn't have chose St. Louis actually. They picked wherever you go. Like Doctor G's kid went to uh, uh, Honduras, or yeah, Honduras. That's where I want. I want to go somewhere like that. My brother went to Brazil, Salvador, Brazil. And then I've seen some guys. My other brother went to Japan. I went to St. Louis. <laughs> you pulled East St. Louis out of the hat. East St. Louis. Did you yeah. ride a bicycle with your with your pant leg rolled up in your sock? I actually wa- used a bandana. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so well, I, I learned a few. I learned that's a real song. It is a real song. I learned you went to St. Louis for your mission. Mm-hmm. And that is actually a mission. It's uh, just because it was. Do you a- think it's Winnipeg? Do you think Winnipeg's on the list at all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everywhere. Really? Literally, people go to China, Russia, everywhere. Everywhere, JT, how do you feel about that? I'm, I I love it that he went to St. Louis. That is awesome, <laughs> right? My brother went to Japan. My other brother went to Brazil. <laughs> we need you to go to St. Louis and spread the message to the masses. Hey guys, it's me, Gigi. Hey Kenny. Um, yeah, so I'm just calling to check in to see how you guys doing, Rodrigo. I'll be on the stage in a minute. And so, um. Yeah, I was just wondering, Kenny, if I could get my shoe back that I left at his house. Um, yeah, we had a very, very fun time um, involving champagne battles, entering each other, and uh, swirling golf balls around inside of me. Um, it was a really good time. So, Kenny, um, and also why would you play this? Do you know who this is? Does, does no. it say at the no. end? No, it's Sinjin. It is. Yeah, he called me. And was like, hey, did you guys listen to my voice? I was like, I don't it's know. It's not Sinjin, it's a chick. Sinjin called me earlier, or called the show, and said, hey, did you guys get my voicemail? I said, I, I don't know, I don't do them. And he said, I left one pretending to be um, Gigi. That's why when it came on, I put my head back like, oh, you actually did it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, like, you thought it was funny, yeah. I mean, funny. Yeah. I mean, you brought a Gigi girl named Gigi here it's one true. time. Yeah, I know that, Steve. But the, what, what <laughs> I mean, that was like two years ago. What he's saying is, you're worried about like people calling in because we cuss and say this. Now this guy's talking some crazy stuff on the air, and you're worried I, about people, you know, coming I've, back. I've never been worried about that, but we've read emails and stuff. And well, you know, you're all but, worried about it because you read the emails. No, no, not at all. I know well, I can't tame you. I know I can't tame you. You're wild, dude. I can't tame you. Well, I don't know why you'd play stuff like that when you know the position I'm in. I'm a father now, and I can't. It's a joke voicemail from a dude. You didn't know. You that. didn't know that. You thought it was you a thought chick. it was some chick. Oh, I didn't know it was. Ser- it's not serious. As it doesn't. It, as doesn't it goes matter. on, it's very apparent it's not serious. 
It's it's very apparent. <laughs> I mean, this couldn't be more of a joke. Golf play involved. This this couldn't be golf more of a balls. joke. So would your wife appreciate that if some? some Absolutely, she would not care. I doubt and if that. If somebody wants to play, call in. I bet my I, wife wouldn't like it if that would have been talking about me. I anybody call in, leave a message. We will play it next week. Be as vulgar as you want, and my wife downstairs will not care because it it's a joke call. It's ha, we're funny on the show. That brings us along to show 108. Uh, this is following the motocross the nations. Lots of sourness in the air over the Team USA loss. Uh, everybody gives their kind of their two cents on what happened and why they believe that the USA lost. Um, Mike Brown comes on, discusses his bad luck at the Motocross the Nations over the years with being selected twice and never <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. racing it. Bad Pretty luck. Pretty amazing record. Bad luck, yeah, more than that, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, K-Dub tells a great story. It's, it's really fast, but it's really funny how he put Ramsey's tear-offs on the wrong side, and when Ramsey turned on to be like, what's up? He's like, ah, I got you, like it was a joke. <laughs> that was funny. Um, Chiz comes on and gives his uh, opinion on what made Lommel unique from any other sand track that he's raced at before. Uh, you ask K-Dub if he will go to Peter Gabriel with you, and just like GNR, he denies. Mm-hmm. And then wrapping up this one is Sinjin's fake girl voicemail for you because you said if he did it, it would be totally fine, which it was. Yeah, Watson definitely flew off the handle, right? Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah. Like there was yeah, no need sure. to just lose it like that. Like no one would think it was serious, Kenny. Your chick's listening or whatever, whoever's listening – really wasn't that big of a deal, and as I said, it was just a joke, and I would have played it. And so then, of course, knowing Sinjin, that's exactly what he did. He made one for me. and uh, He took that as an invitation. He did. He had an open door. And, um, yeah, this was a good show. I remember um, Brownie. It was the first time Brownie's been on, too, and, and uh, Kenny and him go way back. So that's a, that's a funny story, too. Show 108. If the hottest ticket is, she put down the mop and picked up the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I wanted to tell Kenny personally, I apologize for that voicemail last week. Good, I was bro. just meaning for it to be a joke, and I understand, like, thinking it through now that, like, it could get you in trouble. I'm sorry about that. Not a problem, my friend. Motocross donations. How's that? How's that? Um, Did I miss anything? <laughs> no. No, you didn't miss doesn't, anything. doesn't sound like it. Uh, USA lost. First time in uh, eight years, I think. Seven or eight years. S- since you were there last, right? Yes, yes. I no longer am the last member of team on the last USA team to lose. It, it is what it is. I mean, you can't be perfect all the time. You you can't win them all. And you know what? Our hat, my hats are off to uh, Germany and and Belgium. All those those guys did awesome. It's um, it's great. It's great for the sport in general. They still rode well. Barsha was great uh, in the second moto. And you know what do you think of his move on the Diker? Um, some U.S. guys, Steve Cox, is like the Diker cleaned him out. The Diker no, cleaned him he out. Didn't. He, I don't. No. It didn't look like he what? he was he was holding his line. Yeah. It doesn't look like he moved over to me. But. Yeah. But Steve Cox knows way more than I do. He was there. I'm not calling it from the couch. <laughs> I know everything. Um, I'm yeah. not calling that crap from the couch. I'm not Dan Dunes. So, Cox, <laughs> you're the man. Oh. Bob Canari. Canari. <laughs> <laughs> so, I called Meathead. He was out riding. He goes, well, I got Montreal Supercross this weekend. And I go, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to race the Nations. Screw that, man. I'm racing the Nations. And then he was couldn't get all of his Canadian team manager to get out of it. Poogie. You want to get our, our first guest on the line? Uh, okay. Shoot. Okay. Ha- are you okay I over there? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. She's filling in for our regular call screener, oh. who's determined to 
His work is more important than the show. Yeah. And he'll be getting a pink slip. He's listening right now at his work. Oh, he'll be getting immediate pink slip next week, so tell him not to show up. <laughs> Whatever you got to do, no no issues. You want a beer? No. Damn I'm, I'm on the program. Oh, Are we, you? We don't have beer. Yeah. I don't have any beer. I got a vodka Red Bull, but I don't have any oh. beer. Oh, man. Um, what, what, wait, 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 when do we get on the program? I was just out with you two nights ago. Yeah, no, this <laughs> happened yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing. Do any of these sponsors work with you? BTOsports.com? No. X-Brand Goggles? No. FMF Racing? Uh-uh. Works Connection? Yep. Works Connection sponsors are Mike Mason. Uh, AGV Helmets? Nope. Tech One Designs? Graphic. Uh-huh. Do you know where they're from? Where? Minden, Nevada. Really? Yeah. That's where I've, I lived. We're, really? Yeah. He's from Reno. You're from He's Reno? He's from Carson. Minden. Well, Minden. Minden. That's not Minden. He lives in Minden. Right outside that's Carson City. Oh, yeah, that's where we is? all grew up. Uh, free gun underwear? No. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah. Rockford Fosgate? <laughs> no. Sorry. What? Yeah. Our, our receptionist over there, no, she just dude, got out of line. I know. Do you use race tech suspension? Mm-mm. Fuck. Black Ops Moto? Black Ops video game. Uh, Vivint Home Automation System? No. God damn it, Mason. 2005, you were named to the team. And then you weren't, mm-hmm. and then you weren't, and then don't really know what happened. Somebody asked us, and we we didn't know what happened either. But I guess tell us your side of that story, or what you think went down, and and if you uh, if you were happy with it, I probably not. But uh, just kind of began halfway through the season. You know, I got picked, and it was down to really the bot get being shipped. You know, the next week, and then kind of I think it was being into New York. They all Honda and Steve Whitlock, Whitlock, and all had a meeting and decided that. You know, I wasn't riding as good as I should be. The bike wasn't as should be. And they gave me that weekend after see I went at being at them, and they decided from there that, huh. you know, I wasn't ready to go, you know. And it was kind of, I don't know, heartbreaking, really. You know, right. I was ready right. to do it and do the whole thing, had it all ready to go, you know. And it was just like, you got to do good at this race or you're not going. And that's kind <laughs> of basically how it was, and I didn't, you know, it was a, yeah. that's, that's all I know. I mean, they didn't really give me no... You, what the problem was, you know, but uh, you, yeah. might, you might be the only guy in history to be named to the team, not be hurt, and then not go. You were even on the t-shirts, I think. As I said, even on the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you were on the t-shirts, damn it! Um, yeah, that was a that was a tough deal for. So you. wait, Wedlock made that call. That's the same well, guy. That, yeah, that's part. Of, I guess he was the whole manager that year, and that's he's probably one that made. Yeah, he's made the decision because he called me on Monday after being into New York and says, "Yeah, we decided, you know, to switch it over to Dead Desco, which is." Which is fine. He did the job, but you know it was like, all right. No, I was wanting to go. You know, and, oh, I could I could hear and, Mike Brown going, "How the hell you know I did? Your fat ass didn't even get out of the damn trailer <laughs> at the right. race." Uh, <laughs> and then and then oh one, you were named. Team didn't go right. That was that was nine eleven. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep, that's right. Yeah, Mike yep. Brown. Named and then the- one year it was going to be me and Dowd and Henry or me and Dowd and Ricky. One other, I think it was two or three, maybe or four. I don't remember one of those years. Uh huh. And then the AMA didn't decide it enough money to take us so. We go. Dude, named to the team twice and never went. That's got to be some yeah. some sort of shitty record you got there, Brownie. I know. <laughs> you could ask Nathan Ramsey that when I gave him goggles and I put the tear-offs on the wrong side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but never, not nothing. And, nothing like, uh, and then I pulled it. I pulled it. I remember I, he's like, he's on the line and he put him on. And he's like, went to go pull one uh, off, you know, and he's like, and then he's like. He turned around. He's like, "What the f?" And I'm like, "Ha ha!" Trying to play it off. I did that on purpose. Trying to grab another pair. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on purpose. Funny, huh? Can we got our next guest on the line there. Uh, tits. Sure. Uh, hey. <laughs> what? Sugar tits. 
<laughs> is, that, is that better? <laughs> Didn't, well, who was that? What was Sugar Tits? Mel Gibson, Sugar Tits. Um, <laughs> what'd you think of the track? I mean, what, what were you? Uh, that was the hardest track I've ever ridden in my life. I, I mean, <laughs> and I know, I, I know, I know how people feel like that. Like you can't fathom when I say that, how hard it was because I didn't myself, like it was that bad. I mean, it was, it was just, I don't know, nothing like I've ever ridden before. And I get, you can kind of see just from watching the, you know, Dungey and all the team USA guys, how much they struggled. And, uh, it was just totally, it was just different. And it was weird. The best, best way to describe it is different. You can't really know unless you go and actually experience it. You raced Gopher Dunes up in Canada. That's probably the closest yeah. thing to Lomo, but in your opinion, uh, Lomo yeah. was gnarlier. Yeah, for sure. The, just the the thing with with Lamo, like that was hard for me. I'm I'm sure you guys saw. I don't know. I haven't seen it like on TV, so I don't know how good the angles were of what they showed. You know, of the track, but there was like a few, like I don't know, half the track. You were just like in these like long like sand ruts, like all the way down these straightaways, like hundreds of feet long. And so it wasn't like just whooped out sand where you could just kind of go wherever, and it was just whooped out everywhere. It was like whooped out everywhere in ruts. Right. So that was the hardest part to me, the most like uncomfortable part. Um, like I don't know, like I think the last moto, like when Dungey like crashed or whatever he did, like we went through mm-hmm. the little banners or whatever. Yeah. Um, like all he did was get like cross rutted, you know, going through the ruts. Right. So you couldn't really see like what it looked like on T V right there, at least from that little clip that I saw. But like that's what you could just see how uncomfortable he looked going through it and then gets cross rutted, you know, off the track and mm-hmm. watching like Caroli and Hurlings, they're just like you would think the track was completely smooth, like watching them ride and yeah. like go for dunes gets whooped out in Sandy and it's deep sand, like Florida kind of sand, not like Southwick, but it doesn't get like ruts like that down the straightaway. So mm-hmm. how's that phone tits? Cause you're just like tits right now on your phone. I'm looking at my questions to prepare for my segment. How about up. you produce the show and worry about the questions when the questions come. Am I going to get paid as a producer? Yeah, we'll get you a new, question. we'll get you a new iPad. Yeah. I yeah. feel okay. tension in the office. Yeah. <laughs> You get paid all right. Don't even say it. Do not be <laughs> sick. I hope they call me on a mission when I have grown a foot or two. I hope by then I will be ready oh to teach and preach and work as missionaries do. That's it. Guadalajara, Mexico, Team Tilt. That was it. That, that was, was a Mormon that song. That was a song that Tits wouldn't sing for us last week. Our call, call, call screener is a Mormon. Mm-hmm. And there was some childhood song that someone asked him to sing. And he, he refused and got very angry. Peter Gabriel, take us out. Um, yeah, so you can talk to me on, uh, on Friday, Kenny, when we are listening to this at Planet Hollywood. Enjoy yourself. What time are we going to meet there? I'd rather, I've told you, I'm going to Kyle Bentley's wedding. Yeah, but and we will be there partying. You guys would look amazing. For my birthday, hey, for my birthday wish, I would like you to come to this concert for my come birthday. Come on, Ken. That's like the fifteenth time I've said that, <laughs> dude. You're actually getting a lucky show tonight. He hasn't even got angry at me. Really? Yeah, dude. You haven't even. Yeah. Too busy on his phone. Doesn't even like us no more. Can't pay attention to us. Doesn't go to concerts with us. Doesn't go to concerts with us. Hey, Steve. Um, it's me, Janelle. Um, you fucked me back in, I think it was college, around college. <laughs> you got we so mad at this last year, Kenny. I last was week. 17. Yeah. Um, 
It was a really good time when we ate donuts together and you licked the chocolate frosting off my butthole. You did. Um, yes, it was I a did. really nice time. I'm so mad at I enjoyed right when you shoved your nose I have no deep problems inside of my snack. This is funny. And you pulled the fish out, and that was the best. And then I poured hot chocolate all over your little sweet hairy nipples, and I just licked it off and gave it a little sucky. Becky. Is that really Sinjin's voice? Right? He's creepy. It sounds like he had the phone to his girlfriend. And then when you put your little sausage pork length of a penis and you rubbed it between your teeth, uh, that was not very nice of you. But um, so give me a call back when you get this. And I want you to little sprinkle my asshole, okay? So uh, love you, baby. Kisses. See, I don't get upset about that, Kenny. I don't, I'm okay with that. That's funny. Ha, ah. ha, we played the same thing for Kenny last week, and he freaked out. It's just a like guy it, making a joke. It's, it's a, a joke. joke, Kenny. Right. Okay, before I knew it was a guy, I just thought it was, and then I found out I just didn't think it was funny. But you really got upset. Because what does that have to do with what we're doing here? What does anything got to do with what we do here most, most weeks? Hey, I got some presents for my birthday. I'm going to open them now from the Circle Jerkies, which are a band of elite Pulpomex superfans. That, uh, that present in the box is from the Rambos. The Rambos. This Dude, is, come on. We're going to sit here and watch you open presents? I could give a rat's ass. Let's go. It's from fans. Oh, okay. They appreciate him. Okay. What is it? A fucking Twinkie? That brings us to show 109. Uh, this is following the Monster Cup. Dungy hand shifting at the Monster Cup. Probably one of the craziest things ever. Kenny talks about how in the new role at uh, RCH... It's, he's he's learned over the years how hard it is to work with your friends, and he's kind of laying it out a little, little bit of his heart on his sleeve at the point. And Tits starts playing the guy crying in the background, which always ends awesomely for the listeners and terribly for who's ever talking over it. And it ends with uh, K-Dub asking Tits as if, he, if he's laughing at him, you Mormon idiot. K-Dub's response is just awesome, super funny. Do you remember that? You didn't uh, introduce me, but this is Moser coming at you. Oh, sorry, buddy. No, no, it's all right. We've been at this for a while. Um, but to not upset tits, we probably not. We don't want to have too much downtime now before this this next clip. Yeah, that's true. Because downtime is coming up in the in the upcoming clips of show one hundred and nine, as is uh, Dave Prater um, talking about the failed start. Said that they tested it like five hundred times and it worked the solenoid drop every time, and wouldn't you know at Murphy's Law, the one time it counts doesn't work, so they got to go to the manual mechanism. Uh, they start talking about the Joker lane at the Monster Cup and what else they could do, and they decide that it would be a good idea to put Monster Chicks in there that the riders can stop and bone if they want. Sounds, um, sounds plausible. Much like the uh, former co-host, uh, one of the funniest Joker lane um, like additions I could think of was putting Vince Freeze in there, which was on the DMXS. DMXS show, which was, uh, I think that would really be the total equalizer. Pretty much any time that Freeze is racing in a professional race, there's a Joker element. It's hard to argue. You never know what you're going to get when you are in his vicinity. It was a good operator. If you're going to have a good excuse for why something didn't work, it's because you tested it too much. So, you know, uh, you know, I tip my hat to that guy. Yeah, they were on it for sure. Um, then uh, at the end of the show, uh, this is when the the Finnish guy was in, in studio too, and K-Dub 
pretty much obliterates him on buying a Route 66 hat. Mathis finds great delight in that. Yeah, I, I don't, where is Route 66? I, I I know like the song, but I'm I'm out of the loop on this one. I'm from the Midwest, bro. Is it run north or south? I believe it runs east and west. Well, I guess yeah, north and south. Would, yeah, never mind. I just made a <laughs> I just made a, a Watson out of myself. Show 109. Yeah. Kids, we're gonna be famous. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're gonna be in. Hey, yeah, we're gonna be famous. Wait for the pilot. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what happened to the pilot. We have our own line stand, dude. Yeah, some might call Pookie, my wife, a bit of a lion in the sack. So, how oh, would wow. you know? When was the last time you got her naked in the sack? Oh shoot! Let's, just had a lovers' weekend in San Francisco. Bro. <laughs> oh, that's right, bro. Yeah, we made events right away. No qualifying. What'd you think of that? I thought that was awesome. Uh, me too. I, I it was I a hit. That was awesome. What about the Joker lane? I thought that was sweet. I've, I, I'm a it fan. It affected the race. I'm a it, fan. I think it's right. kind of like a competition yellow type deal. Mm-hmm. Not when you, but uh, I, I think know everything. It shows a little strategy. You know, yeah. you have to have some strategy going into it. Do you f- go in there when you're in the lead at the beginning? Yeah. Do you, you know? I thought it was cool. You know, and I, we were talking about it. It's like, what happens if you're in like sixth or seventh, and you're in a battle? Yeah. And your guy goes in it. I say you follow him. I say you follow that guy in front of you. Yep. Yeah. You know, get it out of Can the way. Can you make the turn quick enough, though, if yeah. you're not? If yeah. You're, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to – the strategy, you've got to oh. do it. And I, think I love it. I think it's cool. It's making something different. Yes. It's yes. not the same old thing. So Justin Barsha won. He did. So is he for real? Is he – Dude, I don't know. Chad Reed after the race says he's going to be a pain in the ass all year. I, all I know is with Barsha coming in, if Wilson rides up to that expectation uh-huh. and eventually in a year or two when Tomac gets in that class, if I'm Chad Reed – Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey, Trey Kennard. I think I'd put Trey in that same deal as Barsha, that up-and-coming aggressive kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to have their hands full for and, and Stewie for years to come. And I think that last year everyone's like, oh, it was just a weird year. Everyone got hurt. I don't think so, dude. I think those kids are going to push those guys to the breaking point where they're going to have to ride on that ragged edge where there's going to be no comfort zone, and they're going to have to push, push, push. Tits Legendary's guy. Hits a shifter, bends it back. He shifts in the air with his hand, Kenny. That's sick. And gets second and a third. Is third he get in the second race? Pretty much. Yes, he went. Yeah, three, two, three. So two, three with a with shifting in the air, basically staying in one gear around the track, shifting once it, with his hand in the air. Right? That's crazy. Insane. Dude, why I think it was why? like a suicide. It was like riding a suicide Harley. I know. What do you think of DeCoster saying on TV that Ryan is, he has to take responsibility for it? That I people on Vital freaked out. I think that's correct. I do too. Yeah. No, no, you don't have a problem with the cost of saying that, do you? No. We looked at all the riders that were available, added up all their points, Grand National points. It was a Grand National Championship. Did you add them up? Or did someone else add them up? Me, Ricky. Did you hear what I said? Me, Ricky, and Carrie, all okay. three of us. All three of us had third grade education. Welcome. Well, so it added up. I'm wondering to, who added them. So it added up to a ninth, <laughs> yeah, ninth yeah. grade education with right. all three of us with a calculator. Ricky yeah. Carmichael's job is going to be. Rider development, right. bike setup, and R and D to help Suzuki develop a better bike. Okay, Kyle Bentley is our crew chief coordinator. Aki, who works for Yoshimura and Suzuki, is our liaison between Suzuki and Yoshimura. <laughs> Go ahead, find I, that drop. I don't have it anymore. Question in the chat room: Can Ricky Carmichael fire you? No. Okay. It's been tough for me because cue, in the, the, cue the sad music. In in the last five, four or five years, I've had to deal with a lot of my friends 
writing, me- mechanics, personal stuff, and it's affected my relationship <laughs> with all my friends. And I've lost some friends, and some right. things happened. And I have a, I have a different outlook. I think it's my family, my friends, and then my job. Right. And I'm not going to put anything in the way of that. Yeah. Tits, if you don't fucking, you, are you laughing at that? You Mormon idiot. <laughs> I mean, everybody knew you'd be fast, but I think you were faster than a lot of people thought. Yeah, you know, I'm unbelievably stoked about how it went and how I did, but uh, I watched it on TV and I actually was like, man, I kind of rode not good at all. Like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I had a lot of sketchy moments and like I thought I was riding a lot better than that, like at the test track and stuff. So I was a little bit disappointed on that, but man, to come out on top and get a win and you know have a really good night, it was cool. What'd you think of the Joker Lane and all that and? And when you were out there, were you like, okay, Joker Lane, Joker Lane, got to remember, like, got to think about it? I, I thought the Joker Lane was um, a big joke. What did happen on that start? Uh, do you know? And, and did you go to the manual start after that? Yeah, I know. What, well, I don't know what happened. I know that our we went out when Ricky had the idea to do a split start. We were like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then when he decided to put two gates 220 feet apart, it sounded like a cool idea until I started <laughs> trying to figure out how to drop them at the exact same moment. But uh, we went out, we, we had an electronic solenoid mm-hmm. that fired at the same time, but obviously it didn't fire that time. So we went to the manual system, and that worked perfectly. They both worked perfectly, but uh, 500 times throughout the week testing it, and then the, on the 502nd fire, it didn't work. But I want to see points for hole shots, points for heat race wins, uh, passing points. I want to see a joker lane. I want to see... Two 10-lap formats at five different events. You want to see a hot dog vendor I'd in like the I'd like to see a hot dog vendor closer to the media room. I, I've got to echo what everyone else said. I thought it was great. The changes were better. Uh-huh. I, I brought my son with me, so the, I felt like there was a little bit too much downtime, but that's because... Oh, too much downtime. Every time... Uh, did you go last year? I did. And well, you're telling me there was- I, I, I didn't bring my son last year, oh. but so every time the racing stopped, my boys wanted right. to run around and everything, so that was... How uh, much there was downtime? Was there wasn't rough. an intermission. I don't think there was downtime. There wasn't I, there an really intermission. Wasn't. I was just saying, it's Oh, hey, my free tickets, they were no good. There's not, not too much downtime for the my intermission. free tickets. Cut the, it cut yeah. the interviews after the race. Yeah. Kids no interviews, no nothing, because my kid no needs to go. Hey, Tits, here's some Racing glasses. Yeah, thanks, but they're not the ones I wanted. Yeah, they're, I need a different color. Hey, can I get what? two pairs of shoes? One? Hey, Tits, can I get a uh, – Watson, can I get a pair of gloves? Yeah, here's four pair. Hey, but one's blue, one's green, and one's white. I yeah. asked for black. Hey, thanks for the free Monster Energy Cup ticket. Oh, the downtime. Too oh, much. Oh, wait, can I get a Monster? Oh, I uh, wanted the uh, Citrus Free. Yeah. Dude, you uh, guys are so funny. You have no crap. idea. Hey. That's cool. I like Brian. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? Dude, this show isn't at your beck and call. She's trying to chat me up, man. No what chatting I, up the guests. Do? Downtime, bro. We don't want to have any downtime. <laughs> Nash. Gentlemen. Honestly, wait a minute. Let's address this downtime. Donk, you were there. Let me turn your mic on. Was there any downtime? Where? I don't know. The Too Monster much- Cup. Oh, yes. Sight laps. Lots. Sight laps. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> what I'm are not, they, a minute? I'm not saying I'm right. I'm Two saying minutes? The- <laughs> The downtime was magnified. Your kid. Three, your kid? Three and a half. Okay, so he's, you're taking downtime he, from a three and a half year old kid. He, he's running around, wanting to go throw stuff off the edge of the thing. He's he's a maniac. So why did you take a three and a half year old kid to a race? Because I'm a good con- father, and I because you spend can't time control your son? kid. That's true. I can't. He's a maniac. <laughs> that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no one can control him. Uh, Wardy, um, you came out. The press release came out last week. Dean Wilson on the team. We've known about it for a while. 
uh, came out and uh, talk about that a little bit. You got to be excited. He is he's Justin Barsha. Basically, he's hurt right now, but uh, there isn't too much to separate those two guys, and so that you got to be pumped on that. Yeah, I think that you know I put him in the same bracket with those guys. With I mean, he ran with Tomac those years and Barsha, and won the outdoors with those guys there. And you know, yeah, he did miss the season, but he ran for the championship the whole season with mm-hmm. with Tomac, and he had a problem. And you know, of course, uh, Tomac had his problem, but they were so. Yeah, it's it's real encouraging and. and exciting to know that you know he has that speed and and is that type of rider and i actually i think from what i've heard he always rides the 450 better and he is a big kid now so mm-hmm. um yeah it's great to see that you know we, we sure hope he'll be up there running up front but you know he, he, he has had two injuries and we just gotta um take one step at a time and and you know yeah get three four five races in and i'm sure he'll be up there but there's still a lot of stuff to like i said when you do a 450 the first time in 20 laps. Yeah. You, you find out where you're at. What do you think of Bro- they're signing a Brock Tickle? Solid? Oh, I like him. Yeah? I like him. Yeah. Okay. Good guy? Yeah? Yeah, I, t- I, talk- I talked to him like before the race on my way up to the press box, and he was saying, yeah, you know, it's like, it's cool. Everyone's like pretty laid back. And I'm like, I don't know if you, he's like, yeah, it's going to be a lot more laid back than what I was before. I think, you know, it's going to be like a good atmosphere for me. I said, you know Ricky Carmichael, right? You know him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, you should have seen RC the first day we worked with Brock. Dude, he was out on the track like a baseball. He needed a pair of uh, coat shorts, the bike shorts, and a whistle. <laughs> and a whistle. <laughs> he had his hands on his knees, like standing up in corners, and he's like pointing to Brock, moving the cone like Genie, just like, hit that, open this up. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, though. I said, yeah. if you're not winning, I don't know how much fun it's going to be. <laughs> right, right. Amy, <laughs> think yourself as rad. You don't. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm rad. I know I'm rad. What are you rad at? Everything. Dressing. 2002, Nick Way and Steve Mathis combined to become top privateers in a Supercross series, and I get nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. Watson, though, cheats with a 167, and Nick throws him down. Now, what would you call it, Nick? You'd probably come up with something good. I don't know, man. What Saturday about- night option. Yeah, there you go. What if we had option lane? <laughs> Saturday night option, but then you got chick monster chicks standing in the track, and you got to go around them too. <laughs> Did you, would you have to pork them or just go around them? <laughs> it's an option, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, that's what I'm saying. It's the option. You want to stop and hang out in the sand for a minute, or you, you know? <laughs> How are many... you willing to throw away your race because they're down? <laughs> they have to be willing. <laughs> Which yeah. clearly they might be down. JT was. Hanging by the pool at the regular Vegas Supercross in his gear. Right. Between practice, hanging with the chicks. Which guys would stop? Which wouldn't? I'm thinking Stroop stopping. No. I'm, <laughs> no. Come on. I'm thinking Wilson stopping. Yeah. I think Dino's going to stop. I think yep. Dunge is going to go. Bogle's definitely stopping. <laughs> Bogle's going to stop. JT, uh, best looking bike? Uh... I thought uh, Chad's and Bill Cotto's bikes were really both oh, really cool. Oh, really, Chad's? Yeah, you liked it. Oh, okay, shocking. Somebody asked if you're going to get the balls on the chin award at the banquet. I already got those. Okay. <laughs> I took my first award this weekend. Oh, Two you did? sets of balls and one, one chin. Hart and Carmichael were teabagging me. Hey, <laughs> if that's what they wanted to hear. Down, downtime. They both teabagged you. That's what they want to hear, yeah. I'm just a teabagger and just a dick sucker. And, right. you know, I just fondle people's balls. And, yeah. First up, 
first step to recovery. I surrendered. I threw the flag up. I admitted I had a problem. I'm going to be on uh, uh, what's it called, Doctor Drew's uh, rehab, yeah. and my 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 addiction is balls <laughs> on my chin. Hey, RC is. This is what RC. RC said he could have a flat tire in the middle of the Mojave Desert, and it's be 130 out, and he'd be walking, and Mathis would pull up to him and go, "Hey, dude." You want to ride and, and RC set would say, "Fuck no, I'll walk." Yeah, well, he's gonna die then in, in the <laughs> desert. So that's a dumb, that's a dumb thing to say. JT, yo, you gotta go. Time you gotta go in the office tomorrow, bro. Dude, early. Dude, you got early. Hey, when's the last time you had a job? I had a company to run, dude. <laughs> hey, who's your boss? <laughs> hey, who's your boss? Who do you report boss, to? Terry. Boss is your boss, bro. <laughs> Hey, who's your boss? Boss. Boss is his boss. Tony Danza. <laughs> Tony Danza. I'm glad you two idiots can laugh at each other. You know what? I don't give a fuck who your boss is. Dude. Tony I hope he, Danza. I hope, he, I hope he fires you tomorrow. Uh, I would say, well, Craig, Craig owns a company, but Terry would be like more my boss kind of. Dude, I don't give a shit. Fuck it. I don't. You know what, dude? This is what the deal is. Of course, our, he's not your boss. He's not, and I'm not his boss. No, and Ricky's not my boss, and right. Terry's my boss. <laughs> Are you taking Route 66 there by any chance? No, no, Jeez. no. We're flying. Are uh, you staying in town in Vegas till then? Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny, dude? I've always seen those hats at truck stops all over the country, and I'm like, who in the fuck would buy one of these hats? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now i just seen the guy that would buy a Route 66 hat at a truck stop. Ah, who great. in the fuck would buy it? That's hey. Right on. Hey, Yanni, thanks for the article in the magazine. Yeah, right great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, write that in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now we're at show 110. Hey. We got, you know who that is. That is not Hales. That is Moser. Uh, we got Hill was slower than Chiz. During the testing for the last RCH spot, um, talk yeah, about that a little on, bit. Well, it depends on how watered the track was. Yeah, so it depends on if the watering system breaks. And then uh, following that test, Hill went out and bought his own Suzuki because he knew that that was the right thing to do if he wanted to get the ride. Uh, Trey came on. Uh, he was happy that K Dub gave him his approval to race again. Uh, Really cool call from the blind man uh, explaining his love of moto and kind of putting it into his own words, how he became a fan and how he loves it. Um, Leave on his blown CLS deal. Um, and then this is the awesome interview with Mike Healy. What do you got to say about this stuff, Moser? A lot of one-off stuff here that you're not going to hear uh, every day. The guy that uh, is a fan that's blind, that's, I mean, that's pretty badass, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, not something you hear very often, as well as the uh, Mike Healy story. Um, it, like for me, it was kind of hard to listen to. But I mean, as a person struggling with an addiction yeah. of his own. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's not where I was going with that. Thanks for that, buddy. Uh, no, but I mean, that's a that's a tough story. Like a guy that uh, you know, we he had a good shot at it and kind of blew it and. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the bottoms of bottoms, but he's pulling himself back out. So, I mean, it was a good story, but, I mean, it's, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just loved it because he he's a guy who has a lot, a lot of demons, and he didn't shy away from any of them. He didn't try to sugarcoat anything. He was just like, yeah, I was a fucking terrible person, and I did terrible things, 
and I'm doing my best now to give myself a, a fresh start. I, I love that kind of honesty, regardless of how much of a shitty things he had done in the past. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Standing back, looking at it um, from afar, it looks like it's a good story. But, I mean, it's still hard to listen to. Like, I guess I feel for the guy. Um, you know, it's a tough situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely – the road's never easy when you've got that much baggage. But I, I think is the reason I loved it so much is because that's what people that are still in that shit now need to hear is the real deal, not, not somebody tr- – who has made all these mistakes and then they're painting this beautiful picture of where things are at and where things are headed now. Like he's, he's painting the real picture that, you know, it's still a struggle all the time, but he's trying. Yeah. I mean, and he's, I mean, he's not out of the hole, but he's yeah, exactly. He's still digging and he's still trying and uh, yeah, I mean, he's doing everything he can to crawl back out. Yep. Well, uh, Moser, this is your last appearance. Uh, Your haters will be glad to hear that. Your yeah. 29 followers on Twitter will be really bummed to hear that. But uh, <laughs> you got anything to say in closing? No, I just uh, had a lot of fun on the show. Uh, thanks. Well, I know you were a big supporter getting me on. I should probably thank you first most. But uh, and then Mathis as well. He said I could do this as long as I didn't say. Show 110. We got issues for tits next season. Is he out? He's claiming school is going to prevent him from getting here Early. around the time he needs to. Up, oh, clippy, clippy, flippy, clippy. I was checking out your website. Uh, I feel like you have a massive hole in EdFab, and I've got a way to make you a lot of money. Why after, of the, after the six ridge lines sold a year? <laughs> ridge lines, bro. There's nothing on there. The crux. There's a massive. I, I only build stuff a, for real trucks. That's kind of a car. Okay, the door is the door is down there. The door downstairs no, to the left. That's not even a truck. That's a just, car just, with just a open the door. It's, it's unlocked. Yeah. It's unlocked. You just go it's, right it's through. It's a little bit big. Yeah. El Camino. Yeah. Isn't that like a front wheel drive thing? Then they got independent rear suspension. You know what? Hey, take your take your stupid tundra. Hey, take your stupid tundra and try to put something in the trunk. Try to put groceries in the trunk. You won't do it. Your groceries will go all over your bed when you brake and accelerate. I've got a trunk. It was a toss up. I mean, all those guys are in the same boat. If you ask me, they're all you know, eighth through fifteenth place guys. I mean, if you take him or you take Bob Canari or you take Phil Nicoletti or you take Weston Pike, someone's always going to bitch. Oh, you should have taken this guy. You should have taken that guy. You know what? We'll talk about it at the end of the year, and what, we'll see what, what happens. Do you, let's get to the bottom of this. And, Kenny, I don't know how much you – Chisholm was faster. He was. Okay. He was faster the first day. When the second – and the hill went out, the, the, the sprinklers broke, and the right. track was completely not watered hard packed, and hill was about a second off of him up that day. Yeah. The next day – when the the water, the track was good, or when we went back, the mm-hmm. like four days later, five the water, the sprinklers were fixed. Hill went out and rode, and he was about three to four tenths slower than Chisholm on a different day. The track was yeah. a little different, it's hard but to, he hard showed. It's it's uh, commendable, 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 commendable uh, of of uh, Kerry and uh, Kenny to keep Josh uh, on the payroll and really against long odds and hope that he was going to get better. And now that he is. They they signed him up. I, I think that's that's noble. There's a lot of things that people don't know. Josh Hill said, "You know what? I need to get better," and went out and bought a Suzuki as soon as he left the track that day to go ride to get comfortable on the bike. Steve Cox won't do the show because of you. That's so, funny. He told me today I'll come on as long as Watson isn't on, and I said he's going to be on. He said, "Sorry, have a good show." 
I well, think I think if, I, if Cox came on, Watson wouldn't come on either. So I think it's probably mutual. <laughs> I'd have no problem with. I, 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 I thought no you guys. I didn't I'm realize it was that equal. I, I that's news to me too. And if he wants to be like that, that's fine. So we've lost a guest because of you. So well, perfect. That's a. That's did a, you guys get into it? I that's thought you guys a, were cool. You guys had that bet and everything. I thought we were too, but that's a that's a shock. That's a heavy hitter in the industry not to have on the show. Is it true that you're going to need a letter from Kenny before you start at Anaheim One to signify you're ready? Uh, you know, I um, <laughs> I'm hoping I get one. Will you release Canard for Anaheim, Kenny? Yes. Okay. Since he did that, yes, you're he's in. Released. You're in, Canard. You're in. Oof, man, you know what? Just a sigh of relief just hit me right now. You don't even know. I just grinned in so big right and, now. And Care Bear, and Care Bear will be happy. Also, everybody will be happy. I don't think she's ever gonna get over it, but it's okay. all good. <laughs> I got to walk the Atlanta track in, in 2010 because the biggest thing is I want to be able to see when, like, especially when the webcast was going back right. back in the day. I want to see what these, or I want to be able to hear what these guys are going through and be able to feel it. Like I want to, I want to know how big whoops are, how big a triple is. You know, not being able to get on a dirt bike, and but being able to imagine, okay, um, this triple is this high, or the whoops are this uh, this length, or mm-hmm. you know, I really right, didn't right. understand what a timing section was. Right. Um, but I got a good idea of all that. Um, from, walking from that, and, walk, yeah. you know, my biggest thing with moto is it's all it's all sound based. Now, I I love all the sports and love the camaraderie of of the stick and ball sports, but the different thing is it's totally based on sound. And I think with moto too, um, moto is so trust based because being blind and also being a person of faith, um, trust is so key in the fact that you are not only trusting you and yourself, you're trusting uh, your your abilities versus your opponent's abilities all while being in the air. So mm-hmm. I think it's so much more of a trust sport than anything else I can imagine, and it just really, really fascinates me. I wow. love it. You know, there's, right. there's not a lot of front-end high stuff or big kicks or anything like that. And mm-hmm. Shit, I, you I would, would love the yellow bike then. Oh, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Watson loved green last year and, read the, love year, the yellow and bike. read the year before, but now he loves yellow. It's really oh, weird how that man. works. Oh, man. God. I thought the green bike was good, Kenny. Green bike is good. But now yellow, though. The yellow is, might be a little bit better. What about the red, though? The red was good? The reds are good, too. <laughs> hey, is, uh, is big- uh, Michael Lieb, what's up, man? No, no, sucks you guys had me on. Uh, what are you doing in Hollywood Wait, why right don't now? you tell them who our other in-studio guest is that we're going to surprise them with? Vince Freeze, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> what the hell happened? Dude, that's a damn good question. Um... I, uh, I, I honestly still don't really know. I mean, they basically sent me papers over, and um, I think it was like the 27th of September. I was out doing some moto at Elsinore, and, um, yeah, that was pretty much the first I've heard of it. And then the next thing I know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rideless. So it's uh, it's just a bit crazy on uh, how that whole deal played out. Yeah, really, right? I mean, uh, did they well, give you Well, what was their reasoning? Like, yeah, they I, just said, nope, we're not going to hire you. You're done. Well, all right. I had Epstein Bar. We um, we found that out pretty much like June first. I was pretty much released to that right at the end of July, um, and I was one hundred percent from that point forward. I went over to England. That like I think it was two weeks later after I got released. Basically, I had rode two days before and was on the couch for a while and mm-hmm. just flew over there and tried to race. And it was probably not the smartest idea, but um, you know, like I got out there. I got like a second place start, sat around in fourth or fifth for a couple laps, and 
I was just vapored. I was just completely vapored. It wasn't because I was sick. It wasn't because things were lingering. I was just out of shape, just flown over. And then um, from that point forward, basically there was three weeks or two weeks between that and Lerop. Mm-hmm. And then the following weekend was Italy. And I couldn't get really a, a bike to ride or way to really train while I was out there. And, and um, from that point forward, I just kind of went to Italy and it was the same thing. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to take a flight home. I'm going to nail down my nutrition side of things. I'm just going to nail down everything that I needed to fix, you know, coming in the next season because obviously see us a good team. I was stoked for it. You know, it was mm-hmm. one of the best bikes in the GP. So I was like, I'm going to go into this thing 110% and we're going to go nail everything down. I went home and they saw that as, you know, I'm still sick and blah, blah, blah. And they completely freaked out over literally nothing at all except me going home to just kind of, relax at home because I wanted to come out here and train in the sand and the mud all way along until literally it was frozen over. Uh, so basically, yeah, yeah that, that's the way that they saw that. But I mean, they knew you were sick. They, they knew all that. They knew Every- that you're not deliberating. You're not going to die from it, you know? Yeah. No, everyone knew I was sick. Our contract doesn't start till January 1st. And, I mean, literally, we have nothing to hide over here. All of our blood tests are there. They have everything. Guess who took her Mike Healy riding school, JT? Uh, Tits. Yes. Bing. The Tits legendary took a Mike Healy yep. riding school. We were going to ask In Mike. Cedar City. We were going to ask Mike if he remembered. Remembered old Peter. Mm. <laughs> Did you remember a very melancholy solo? <laughs> Song Mormon background. He seemed yeah. to have no passion towards anything. Uh. <laughs> Didn't even know what, what kind of exhaust positive. is on the only motorcycle he owned. He asked if we could go to the movies alone later <laughs> that night. Uh, where was the school? It was in Cedar City. And what? How'd you think of Mike? What'd you think of Mike? Oh, he's great. I mean, I don't know. I was Are a little kid, and you know, how old were you? Any pro? I was probably fourteen. Was your brother? You and your brother share a bike. Would you share a bike at the school? No, when we were younger, we had our own bikes. Oh, before the recession. Yeah, hit. but before the recession hit, yeah, yeah hard times and everything, but. <laughs> Yeah, we went, and I remember... We were on an 80? I was on my 80, yeah, YZ80. What year? Uh, it was a 95. Uh, tits had a 95 YZ80. Sure did. Blue with the, with the electric uh, mm, yellow it YZ. Was white. Uh, what do you remember knows. from the school? The, I don't remember a ton from the school other than I <laughs> ate it really hard, and I messed up my front teeth. I, I have no How'd recollection of anything. You just knocked your teeth out? Actually, I was trying to jab, jab, impress him, jab, jab. I went for this double that I hadn't done before, but I wanted to, you know, look like show I was Healy. Good. Yeah, what's show up? Show Healy, you know, that that I was. You know, How big was something. the double? It probably wasn't big at all, but I was on an seemed 80, big. and it seemed big at the time. And I cased it. Was it big as that double right chin. there? Fuck no! Hit my chin on the handlebars, <laughs> and like. Did uh, something to my no front crossbar teeth. pad tits? No, I did. So I, I didn't actually cut my chin or anything, but I remember hitting my teeth so hard that my front, uh, I couldn't eat for like three days because <laughs> my teeth were so sensitive. His you know, Jofa the root, went the through his had, teeth. Yeah. Did Healy show concern? No. I had to really, after uh, some things in my life, I had yeah. to really change things around and I have to put family, <laughs> friends, and work into that perspective now before i would always try to please everybody and do everything for everybody and i have to put my family then friends and i think my friends are important to me and i don't want to twit i'm gonna come over there and smash your computer you faggot Teosports.com. there's no live listeners tonight but we are you know i don't like that see you jt we'll call you back this is this is ridiculous Commercial.
Fuck off. Me? Yeah. What did I do? You know what you did. Okay. XGP Hero, X Mini Cycle Star. Mike Healy, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Hey, I really, I'm the one that appreciates it. I'm trying to, you know, get myself back out there into the racing world again. Powerful story Eric Johnson wrote for you in the the new Racer X. What's been the reaction? How has it been? Um, You know what? Everything has been really positive. Cool. I mean, it's even from the first day I came back to the track, I've I've been very very fortunate that I've shown up and and I've gotten the open arms. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I was I was scared as hell, and if I if I tried to tell you that I wasn't scared coming back out there, I'd just be lying to you guys. And it's um, it was you know one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. And I mean, I've I've done some pretty, pretty some pretty fucked up shady shit in my life, and <laughs> and it was you know, I mean, I had going to Anaheim one this year, literally had butterflies in my stomach, like I was 16 years old again, going to the starting line of the main event. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was you know because this time it was because of fear that I I guess how do you put it the. The free world has, you know, every right in the world to say what they want, you know, freedom of speech. Right. You know, anybody at that race, you know, any beer drinking knucklehead at that race in the stands could have lipped off and said anything they wanted to me. Mm-hmm. And that they have the right to do that. You know, that's their opinion. And, you know, fuck, I'm, I'm a two-striker. I can't put my hands physically on another man ever again. Because I'm looking at life. Yeah. That's and that's a, that's a big slap in the face. That's, you know, that's reality. Right. So, and I know me, or the way I was. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I wasn't that person my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's somebody that drugs and, and stuff had turned me into. And when all that shit in the bottom fell out, I, you know, went away and... I got to be the man that I was. I got to be the man that my family, my mother raised me to be. And when I look at it and everything, you know, mm-hmm. that's fucked up, man. I, I took the wrong path, hung with the wrong people, did it all wrong. And, you know, so going to that race, I was scared because, fuck, if I did it wrong again, I'm gone. Right. And, the, you know, and then the first person that were to walk up to me and say, all right, punk. You know, you, you fucking bitch, all this shit, and just all the stuff that I had just gone through that you can't say and deal with where I was, you know, I, hey, I'm outside those those bars. I can put my hands on you. Yeah. But but I'm going to go away. Right. You know, and I was, I got just way too much to lose now. I had, it, I had a lot more, like, I guess, you know, kind of cars, things like that that I could have lost before. But now it's it's all personal. Now it's, you know, stuff that really means the world to me. You know, mm-hmm. my heart. I can lose, you know, basically my, my livelihood, you know, my family, you know, my girls. It's just, I can't do it. There's no way I'm going to put myself in that position again. Have you run into people who are generally pissed at you? Or has it been, hey, man, you, you, you effed up, but, you, you know, you, everybody gets another chance and, and welcome back. What's, what's, what's that's been, been kind of the way it's been. I mean, I haven't had one bit of confrontation 
with anybody. Right. I mean, at the track, there hasn't been one person that is, you know, you're a fucking asshole. It's not. Right. Because, I mean, even if they did that, I, I all I can do is agree with them. Because, yeah, <laughs> right. the person I had become, I was fucking dirt. I, I was a piece of shit, man. I'd. On. I fucking I was robbing from people. I was you know stealing. I was mainline heroin. I fucked up. I was straight up a piece of shit. You know, crazy story. Yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, it just was nuts. I was hanging with with just out of control people and running a life that doesn't go parallel with motocross. We have an issue in a sport with with with, with pain medication, pain pills, and, and it's still going on to this day. And that's sort of where. Where it started for you, wasn't it? That's yeah, where hundred percent. And I'm, I, uh, I'm sort of. I got. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man. I'm sort of like, I, I, I'm the clean living guy. I'm not in that circle. Um, but Watson has known people, does know people, and he's been on more than a few times saying in our sport, Watson, you've said this is where it starts. You know, guys, right? Oh now. man, it's that that's hitting the nail right on the head, right, right there. Right. That I mean. That's how it all starts, because there's there's not a sport out there that has an injury list like we do. Right. Every day that a rider puts his leg over a bike, takes that risk that he could die or be paralyzed. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that you're going to make it through every time you put your leg over a bike. You know that just isn't. And these kids, they want to win. They're going to go faster. They're going to push harder. And a lot of times it's their parents that, you know, push them so hard and that they have to win. These kids end up cartwheeling down the track and they're going to break arms, legs, you know, necks. I mean, it gets serious. It's no, this sport is no joke, man. Right. I've, I've seen this sport really fuck a lot of kids up. And that's where it started. For me personally, is I got hurt. I got out of motocross a little bit and I started doing the off-road. And I cartwheeled across the desert fucking something gnarly and the doctor you know here you know here's a prescription for vicodin you know mm-hmm. here's 100 here's 120 vicodin with insurance for five bucks yeah all right cool we can't come refill it <laughs> right i mean that's about the way it was because i was hurt and yeah. you know you start take a couple here take a couple there and the pain's gone shit i feel this good after two pills oh god give me two more hours i'm gonna have four right right you know, and that's how it started for me. And this industry, the whole motocross industry, I don't know if they're trying to just kind of keep it hush-hush or keep it, you know, kind of under the rug, but there's more people that are messed up because of painkillers in this industry than anybody could ever imagine. And they're young kids. You know, the whole deal is if I can help one person, one kid you know, keep his act together and, and keep his nose clean. And, you know, whether he becomes a superstar in the sport or gives up riding tomorrow. Right. If I can help one kid, you know, pull out of this and get his shit together, the, the whole thing was worth it. So, I mean, I lost my house. Right. I, I lost bikes. I lost cars. I, I lost businesses. It, it all went right down the shitter. Mm-hmm. So, but when I got out, my mom was there, and my daughter was there, and that was all that mattered. So whatever I had to do to be able to help, you know, pay the bills with my mom, because I 
went and lived with her. I didn't have a place to go or anything. Right. So, I mean, it's, by that point, I, I, I'd been slapped in the face with humble, like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's one thing, uh, at least one word in my vocabulary growing up that I never knew was how to be humble. And I learned real quick when, when you get locked up and top ramen becomes, you know, the top meal of the day, that, that becomes, you know, prime real estate. Right. You know, you're comparing top ramen to filet mignon. You, yeah. you get humble real quick. Right. And, and you realize what really means a lot to you, you know, where your heart's at. And you also realize who your friends are and who they're not. So I mean, when I got out, a lot of things had changed, and a lot more were changing. Did you did you really punch Jeff Stanton on the podium? No, I, I punched him in uh, the Ryder paddock. Okay, all right. But you did we punch him. The, we, when we went to the podium, right. he had security with him. You did punch Jeff Stanton. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Not happy. Uh, Japan, right? Jap- Japanese yeah. Grand Prix. Yep. Right. Mike, you just give out your email address, and or you could. All right. Uh, and you ready? Yeah. Go yeah. for it. All right. It, it's Healy MX. H-E-A-L-E-Y-M-X at gmail.com. All right. Uh, Berluti's in studio, and he's forecasting trouble with the Yosh guys at Suzuki, saying that they don't really want him there, which is a little surprising already into the relationship. Um, J-Bone comes on, and he is shocked that you give Yamaha credit for their 2013 push and contingency and everything because, yeah, he's certain that you've you've just got an axe to grind. People at them, are so which stupid. I think you're just uh, honest. People are so stupid. It's just like, yeah. I mean, I just call it like it, like I think it is. And then if you do a good thing, I'll I'll say that too. I have no agenda. I have no agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no. I guess people are used to that in the media world or something. I, you know, you just as it happens, you report on it and you offer an opinion, and then as something else happens, you offer that opinion up. It's not a it's not a, an agenda of, of trying to prove a point. It's just the way it is. Sometimes things are yeah. good. Sometimes things are bad. There's, there's definitely a mindset in the teams that it's them against everybody, and I mean everybody that's not in their circle. Yeah, absolutely. Delorier comes on, and according to the first few questions that are discussed, he seems it sounds like everything's normal. And then you're like, well, are you guys going racing with Wilson and Chisholm? And he's like, well, I don't know, but... We're working on right now. Right now, everything's good. So that gives a little bit of a, a, a hint of to what's going to happen with the JDR, JWR team coming up. It was a bizarre um, interview. That was a bizarre interview. Yeah. And then Preston comes on and talks about racing Ryan Hughes at the World Vets and how it's like racing a D8 bulldozer and how he <laughs> would motor down the straightaways and then just putt through the corners, which is pretty funny. Um the Newf comes on, and he describes how he got the call to ride the Nationals while he was drunk after a race one night, which is hilarious. Um, and then a pretty good clip at the end. You're asking LeBig what his favorite photo is he's ever shot, and mm-hmm. people are giving their comments on what they think it might be. And somebody says, Porcel and his free guns or something. And then you say, what about Filek? And Berluti's like, nice. You call him out for being super creepy. <laughs> oh, hey, facts yeah. are the facts, bro. Let's take a listen. Show 111. 
I do like taking the JH jabs at him <laughs> to get him going, and it's it's pretty easy actually. But the big news right off the top of the show, Dean Wilson. Uh, have you heard about that, Berlut? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Jeff Ward Racing. We're gonna have Paul Delory on. Jeff Ward Racing may or may not have folded. I don't really know what the deal is, um, but for sure Wilson is out. We got a lot of most of the people are still yeah. infrastructures here. There's like three guys that live down there. Okay. Yeah. And. Um, I you understand see, it. It's something? almost like we're forced to be there. But let me tell you what. They're not warm and fuzzy about us being there. Oh, no? No. The Suzuki Yosh guys. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not. It's. Right. I don't like it. Right. And, Interesting. You know, I, and I, I, I shouldn't even be maybe saying some of this stuff. But well, my, nobody my, listens. My, yeah. yeah. Nobody right. listens. <laughs> no worries. But my, 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 my thing that I told uh, Kenny at the beginning was we need to distance ourselves from those guys. I've been the first guy to bag on Yamahas over the years. And you know this. But. I gotta say, yeah, you love to jump on the bandwagon right. for sure. But I gotta say, I'm impressed with them because they're supporting about four brand new teams uh, with bikes yep. and parts. They've obviously they're huge behind you guys and huge behind Star Racing. Their contingency program goes back to 40th place in the nationals and 20th place in the Supercross mains. So everybody who makes a main makes money. Everybody who makes the motos make money. And uh, Yamaha themselves, and good for them, they're putting on a big push. Yeah, I'm actually. Surprised that you're? Did they buy a commercial on your show or something? The bike does not hurt you. The no. guy on it um, is the one that can do that. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the whole Stewart thing did not help you guys or Yamaha no, at it, all. It, and, you know? and you know what? It it almost had me spun out. Like it spun us out. Right, right. Uh, we we were going into it like our bike. We feel great about our bike, right. and then. He wrote it. Says yeah, it's great. And then we get roped into the whole thing, and then it just gives everyone a bad. Reputation, so right. we actually are happy to move on. Tough few days for you there at Jeff Ward Racing, and uh, talk about the situation and what have you been doing? What's going on? What's the current status? Uh, I've just been out of the track with the guys every day, doing a bunch of testing and trying to get the bikes as good as we can. Luckily, both guys are really happy with it. Kyle's getting ready; he's going to go over to Bursley this weekend, leaving I uh, believe tomorrow. So I hope you got his goggles ready for him. <laughs> I do. I do. All right, good deal, good deal. And then Dean's just been riding the bike and getting warmed up, loosening his shoulders up a little bit. Looks really good. So, okay, Steve, you, got go bad, you got some bad intel. <laughs> Fuck, stop. With Dean Wilson and Kyle Chisholm, do we? What do we know? I don't know. That's that's next year. This is <laughs> as of right now, as of tomorrow, it, it's all right. Yeah, as of tomorrow, it's all right. You know, we're we're working on things, and yep. it, it's racing. Anything can happen, mm-hmm. and stuff always happens. I was going into the race expecting to have to be in shape <laughs> and having to run some fast laps, mm-hmm. and it was nothing like that. It was, it was like I was trying to pass a D eight bulldozer, <laughs> and you know, it, it it sounds you know good and everything like you could do that, but. When that bulldozer swerves all around the track, it's it's very difficult. And did it have Hughes on the back? Was it a Hughes style Hughes company? It, it, yeah, on the back of the bulldozer, it said nine and Hughes. <laughs> and, uh, and he has eyes in the back of his head. I mean, he was, you know, he's smart. He knows what lines I was going to take. I'd come up with new lines to pass. He would figure out. He would start blocking, and that, it was crazy. That dude would rather kill you than get second at the World Vet Race. <laughs> right? And that's, yeah, not I mean not even kidding. Like right, he wants right. to rip your head off and win. <laughs> How he races, Tony, I've never experienced anything like it. So I thought it was kinda interesting <laughs> to learn him and study right. it because 
<laughs> I haven't seen anything. I mean, like, he's like a tornado, like on a, a track, like like discovering an alien in your backyard. Oh, what is this? <laughs> what, 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 let me look at this. Let me like let me let me see what this is all about. Right? Yeah, it was. And man, he he would go so fast down the hills at Glen Helen. It's all choppy and rough. He'd go so fast, oh. and then. He would just putt through the turns. He'd be like cruising through the turns, and then the straightaway comes. He would just open it up and pin it, and then he'd go slow in the turns. It really? was weird. It's, I'm sorry, but Matt just said himself. You don't read or even listen to all the podcasts. It doesn't seem like you're an, you're an avid fan yourself, mm-hmm. um, and you're doing one of the, the coolest shows out there, man. Like one of sh- the coolest shows. One of um, DMXS being it, the it's the best. It is the best. Oh. Um, no, you, Carl, you have, you have excellent points. You have excellent points. He he reads Racerhead now on Fridays a little bit. We've got him reading Racerhead. I just skim through it. Skim, skim through, through it though. Yeah. Um, observations, just to see if there's anything about Dungey, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of what happened. Like I hadn't really raced in in three years because wow. my my knee was all jacked up, and and uh, when he after he got hurt at the second round, I got super hammered that night because I was depressed. I was like just like beyond beyond drunk and. I got a text from John Nelson, who was the team manager slash team owner, asked me if I wanted to ride Keith bikes at the at the five East rounds, and I'm like, yeah, I can do that, no problem. And <laughs> I, I felt like I was in shape that night, you know. Yeah. Does this get your heart rate up, chunks at all? Does this at all stress? <laughs> in you? all honesty, yeah, I'm at like an eight right now, fuming. I I, yeah, I peak out at a nine. Right, 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 right. So, right. He's chunks. You don't seem that way over oh, there. chunks. I like chunks. Chunks offered a lot. Hey, that guy, back. he's on it. Because he's going to get it. Who's on the phone? I don't know. I was going to I was gonna say Brian Lunas. <laughs> oh, over over Steve. A, You're third. You're hey, third. Though. Lunas was just such a dick. <laughs> I, I don't know the guy, but the stories are legendary. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Well-deserved, do you think, or no? Uh, Well-deserved. Well-deserved. I, yeah, I, mean, I had some issues with Brian, but he's a good guy. What was amazing about JMB is... He was really passionate. He loved the Americans. He really did. He he was according he, to MXA. He hated everything about America. You know what? I know. That's it's just what I, I know. But when <laughs> as a fan, like seriously, I'd be like, I didn't like him because I'm like they didn't like him, and that's how the media works. Okay, so we're at right. Bursley one year. Yeah. He's totally rooting on the, the Americans. What do you mean? That's what he was really? doing. Like he comes to the line like. With Budman and stuff, he's at the yeah. line and he's like rooting for Budman, you know. And he's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's he right. was cool that guy, like yeah. that. No doubt, one of Porcel or Marvin, naked, <laughs> naked with free gun underwear. Yeah, with free guns. Yeah, the yeah. free gun underwear. Um, Maybe Ashley Fylek in her free guns. Nice. Yeah, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Jeez, Berlute. What's up, creepy? Jeez. What's up, creepy? <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Tits, that's a little creepy. Come on. What? Nice, he says. <laughs> hey, guys, just wanted to let you know that I was really touched by Mike Healy's testimony. I'm myself in the progress of getting out of heroin, and I can tell you that's one tough bitch. Last week, I was torn up in my bed in full withdrawal, couldn't sleep, and thought I'd listen to the show to try and think about something else. Healy said at one point, if it helps some kid somewhere to pull through it, and then the whole thing was worth it to me. Well, let him know that on this precise night, hearing him did help me and gave me some forces to get through the horrible night and the next few days that I've spent being sick just because I couldn't take any more of that shit. I thought I hit, I'd hit rock bottom, but when you hear this guy, I used to hang out with Axl Rose and went down the ugly spiral from stealing purses, attempted murder, and jail 
to finally get his head straight while you realize there's always hope and it's a matter of determination. What'd you say your question was? <laughs> when are you going to get me on the show? <laughs> I, even then, I still didn't know who it was. I'm just like, who is this guy? Chunks, like, chunks would know. How many, how many more seconds of small talk are you going to make me suffer through? <laughs> All right. Rhino and Travis Preston got into a takeout match in the second moto. Really? Yeah. Shocker. Shocker, exactly. Um, Rhino, Rhino taking a race too seriously? I will never believe that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best-looking French rider? Oh, that's so Teddy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm that's saying. That's a no-brainer. Right, yeah. I mean, come on. We know this. Oh. That's an easy question. <laughs> I, that's what Steve's gone on endlessly. About. He's a good-looking man. He's a good-looking guy, Tortelli. And he's I mean, I'm, nice. Yeah, I'm married. I'm not... I don't go that way, but that's a good-looking man. That brings us up to show 112. Uh, this starts with a discussion on racers paying parents back. Obviously, this discussion comes out of the latest Inside the Outdoors series, which has been just awesome. Was this the show? Um, was this the show where we spent the first hour just basically bench racing? Yes, this is the one that everybody was on Twitter like, "Wow, the best bench racing I've ever yeah, heard." Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um. Do you admit that you watched Hagar's uh, Kobo, uh, Cabo. Cabo birthday online? I, I had to pull that clip. That was just funny. You, you could tell how embarrassed you are before you even got done saying the sentence. Um, yeah, um, not not only once, but it was three days, and I watched it. Uh, I didn't watch it front to back all three days, but I watched enough of it to, to realize that I'm a loser. Yeah, you're digging the hole deeper. Right. Um, Ryan Morris came on and discussed uh, his new position with Star and how he's more bummed on the injuries keeping him from finishing a full season than he is on not winning a race, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, Wilson does come out on this show and talks about why he chose JWR, um, what happened to cause JWR's demise from his viewpoint, what he knows about it, which wasn't much. And then he talks about why he was uh, happy that uh, Mitch gave him another shot at PC. Um, A-Dub lays out his exit from the show. Pretty big deal. And following that, um, there's a really intense argument between you guys over why Hill is mad at you about that uh, interview that you guys did. Actually, it got really uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I was pissed. I was, I'm, I'm pissed. It was, wasn't. was And then I texted. Kenny told me that he was pissed, and then I texted Hill, and he never replied back to me. And so, I mean, it's just so stupid. It's just so typical of the shit that goes on that you deal with. It wasn't even part of the question. And I was going off his team manager's info. And then now mm -hmm. I'm the bad guy, and I'm trying to phrase this question to make Hart and Huntington look good. That's what I'm trying to do. The ultimate goal was to make Hart and Huntington team look really good, that they, that mm -hmm. they stuck with Josh Hill after all these injuries, after racing three races in two years, or maybe two races in two years. The whole point mm -hmm. of the question was to make – the heart team look like heroes to make them look good, to shine a light on them. But the idiots can't get that. They can't understand that. That's what it's pisses me off. It's a victim mentality. They're not going to pick up on the point that's being made because they can't get past yeah. the thing that they're hearing that's making them sound like you're bagging them. And and the the point that they're hearing that making it sound is, is coming from their team manager on this very yeah. on the pulp show. Kenny Watson saying Chisholm was faster. Kenny Watson saying that. It's just, oh. and now you people know why. If you hear about me uh, 
just submerging myself in the toilet and drowning myself. Uh, you'll know why. You, you'll understand it. And then the worst part is the pussies that can't um, talk about it or discuss it. Uh, they just get mad at you. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. They just don't even want to deal with it. They don't want to resolve anything yeah. or, or get any type of clarity, clarification nope. on any of it. No, nope. They just want to just, just screw Mathis. I, I am ang- I am angry with him and I will not talk to him uh, about it. I will just ignore it. And, uh, and, and show him. So uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Kenny's, yeah, which, which Kenny's is fine if, if they just want to. If they want to stick, stay with that route and just like, yeah, I hate him. I'm not going to like him. Whatever. Like, fine. So be it. But you would think that they would want to at least have clarity on what they're talking about. Yeah, you'd think so. And Watson's exit was handled poorly as well. So maybe that had something to do with um, my anger a little bit because I'd been trying to get a commitment from him one way or another, and he wouldn't give it to me. Although I had a sneaking suspicion that he was out. But he wouldn't give me a commitment, and he comes in the show, and 10 minutes before the show starts says, this is my last show. And I'm like, "Uh, thanks for the notice, A. B, can you finish the last two shows of the year? And he says no. And then he wants to announce it after a commercial break instead of at the very end of the show, which would have been more appropriate. So it was probably all a combination of all that coming into that difficult uh, argument. So. Let's take a listen. Let's listen to all this glory. Show 112. Ricky will be there. Um, my boss, JH, will be there. Um, everybody will be there. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, Coy, my boss, JH, will be there. <laughs> he likes that, doesn't he? He loves that. Because I chatted with Wardy for a while about it. Yeah. And he when was, was like, this? Recently? This, is this week. Oh. Okay. And he kind of was like, dude, I don't even know what's going on. He goes, you know, <laughs> we, we uh, basically it came down to one of the sponsors that they couldn't get locked in. Yeah. And it, it was because this sponsor is back in New Jersey. And so as they were really... Trying the to rush along to get yeah. to happen, that hurricane wrecked them. They they're underwater back there. So, um, he says, you know, uh, what's his nuts um, that runs the team? Owns Paul the team. Deloria. No, no, no. Owns the team. Mike Kraniak. Kraniak was like, you know, kind of going through these fits of, oh, that's, I can't, I can't, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to spend this money if we don't have sponsors, you know. Mm-hmm. And he he'd be all downhill. And then Wardy would be like, no, we we got it covered. These sponsors are going to come on. It's just going to take some time. Yeah. And he'd be like, okay, okay, fine, let's go. And then he just kept going back and forth. They were testing Olin's suspension. They were. I mean, what what does that have anything to do with factory equipment? And your guy's on the couch, or you, he's back in Florida riding a stock bike, but your other rider's out testing Olin's suspension? That's what really would have made me start scratching my head. Like, hey, what's going on there? Why would you even test that stuff? Props to Josh Grant, though, for talking about his issues. Yeah, that's, and, and that, 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 that had nothing balls. to do with any no. of that stuff. I mean, I think he, right. I think his wife said it perfectly. You know, if if, if Josh couldn't trust his mom, who right. could he trust? And I think that was just a really, and I think it took him a lot of balls and a lot of courage to come out and, and say that because yeah. there's, you know how hurt inside that guy must have been just to to feel yeah. like that and just to to trust your mom with your with your whole right. life savings and everything and and have it go away. Dual income household and. The, the the dad doesn't go work for four days a week because he's taking his kid to the races and the mom's working and they're putting every penny they make into their kids racing and doing this. Then all of a sudden, 80% of the time, the kid, 90% of the time, the kids don't make it. Just like, you know, any other yeah, sport, maybe, baseball, maybe, football, maybe basketball, 95%. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like you see all these football players and baseball players giving back to their family, buying their parents' houses and doing stuff for their families. Well, a lot of these kids don't. And they say it like, oh, they're, I don't care who you are, if it's any top rider out there that's out there, Chad Reed, James Stewart, Ryan Villapoto, 
Dungey, all their parents, Trey Kennard, all their parents have put a lot of money and energy. Your dad, for instance. I remember Ping's dad at the Nationals in a polo shirt with the little khakis with the top sliders on. You know what I mean? I rem- and, and I know, like, people's parents, they just, I think that they, where do you draw the line? Do you draw a contract with your kid when you're, well, that's a, yeah, that's you draw a contract issue, when your yeah. kid when he's 15 years old and say, right. if you make it, you're paying me 25%. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah, what yeah. you're doing for your kid. You're supporting your kid. Yeah. Some some guys do. Yeah. Weimer had some kind of weird deal like that with his dad. But do you think that's fair? Uh, no. I think I, I, I think I, if I, if <laughs> I think it's th- fair. These are your, th- I don't. I don't think it's I think it's jacked up. Well, I think as a ro- think as a parents, person you should pay your, your your parents back. We're we're getting into another territory, but if you're a star rider, you should absolutely write your parents a check. Write them a check, you think? Absolutely. I think it's uh, I the think, kindness I think, of your heart. I think it depends on maybe where they're at. I think if a parent and a family can afford to do it, because at the beginning, that's what it all starts. It's a family sport. You do it because you love dirt bikes. You, dove, you love racing. You go to the sand dunes. You go camping. And that's what it's all about. Because once it, once it goes over that hump and it gets all serious, that you have to go to these amateur nationals and they go to homeschool and they're just 12 years old. They've got their kids in. A, dude, I was at Mammoth this year. I'm sitting in the sauna. Whoa. I'm sitting in the sauna, right? <laughs> dude, this kid... Rolls in with his rookin' road bike. He's probably 13 or 14 years old. And he has a stationary spinner, uh, a stationary thing, into the sauna. <laughs> spinning in the and sauna? And he's spinning in the sauna. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he goes, my dad's making me do this for 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, when are you racing? He's like, tomorrow. I'm like, are you kidding me? I go, what class do you ride? He's like, C class. I'm like, on an 80. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. You know, we still it. got his high voice, though. The Sammy Hagar. Still sounding as good as ever. Really? Oh, yeah. I just watched, uh, I shouldn't even admit this, watched his uh, birthday bash from Cabo online. Hey. <laughs> you know what? I've said enough. Wow. <laughs> I think you've said too much. I've, I've said enough. Gone. I've said enough. And this gets to my next yeah. question, or one of my questions from What home. are you going to ask him? There's been five team managers there in the last year. How Th- are you going to make it work? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Is that what you're going to say? I mean, oh. not not so much that, Kenny, but yeah, I mean... I don't know if Bobby Reagan listens to this show. I'm sure he's right by the computer. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Brad, who's a big fan of me, is right by the computer. Let the guy manage. Let him manage. My thing with the star team, and it's even before you've been there, is Wilbur Hahn, Darren Durham, Gannon Audet, now Kyle Peters. Let these guys grow a bit. It's like, hey, if you come in and you you guys have been there paying and and, and Mo as a rookie. Like, they've produced enough. Like, they just seem to be going through riders left and right and give them a chance. I'm happy with uh, what I've accomplished. I don't feel any regret for anything that I did. Um, I worked my butt off and was really serious. And um, I'm happy with what I've done. A little bummed that I never actually, I guess you could say I'm more bummed on never finishing a complete year than not winning a race. You know, you had the job opportunity. You were good at managing. You could have kept riding, but you did exactly that. You looked in the mirror and said, hey, I can go two more years struggling along or it's time. And it sounds like you made that decision. Yeah, um, Yeah, and it was more of a, a situation where I, you know, wasn't um, being selfish, I guess. I was thinking of my family right. and my future and not, um, really thinking about, you know, like, man, I really want this still, you know, like, no, like I still want it, but 
it's just more of a, a making sure that I'm solid down the road and and building on to you know what wherever this takes me. Like if this is it for Tom, like he always says, I'll go back and be a farmer. You know what I mean? Like did did it? Did you did that? Did that really like open your eyes up on a, on a lot of different areas? Yeah, just because you know, like you said, I've been there through you know basically all of it with them in and out and. And then you see that part, and you're hearing that part, and you're living that part. But for someone to, to expose it the way they did, and as well as they did, and not only that, but it's it's just good to see that side of it because everyone looking in is just it's so glamorous, it's so easy, and the lifestyles, you know, just money and party, and you know, it's like it's good for people to see that it's like that. It's unfortunate that Tom has been the example on there, I guess you could say. Right, right, yeah, but. It, it really, it did choke me up. It was, it was hard to even like when I did that interview because I knew what it was about. And when we were sitting there and we were talking about it, you know, and it's not easy to talk about. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those deals where it really does it does hit you close to home. And I feel like, like you said, it touched you. It touched. It, and I'm sure it did to a lot of people. Vince Freeze is racing Arena Cross next year instead of the Supercross. I heard that too. Okay. Do you know any details about that? No. Stadium I, walls everywhere. I'm terrified. Predict, <laughs> I predict there will be a lot of pissed off riders at some point between uh, Tyler Bowers and Vince Freeze. The, all I got to say is the Arena Cross officials are going to be busy. Hey, how do you but feel man, like you're the second fastest racer at Racer X now? Rider. Who's faster than me? JT. JT says, I got that guy covered. Did you see that look? Do you see that look? Dude, JT said he had you covered, dude. I couldn't believe it. I said, you did call it? What do you mean? In he, Supercross, for sure. JT said that? He said he got you beat. Outdoors, no JT's where. not even qualifying. He, he qualified for a couple. A couple. No, he qualified for almost all of them. Outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Outdoors, yeah, oh, yeah. Points he was top he, 25 he, every he race. He effed up uh, at Lakewood. His bike broke, and uh, maybe one other one he missed. All right. Do we need to do a shootout? We're going to have to have a throwdown. Do we need to do a shootout? Well, I think he's beating up dogs. He can't be riding for <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. Why don't you go punch another dog, uh, whatever. asshole? Whatever. Obviously, I had a few like, really good offers and all that. Um not one, I don't have one from Factory Cali, but um, that kind of boiled down to Factory KTM, which was really good, and then JGR, and then JWR. But like my, I really wanted to stay with uh, Kawasaki. So um, like JWR just felt the best because obviously um, I could stay on Kawasaki, and they offered me an amazing salary. Like it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could bring in Monster. I was supposed to be getting factory parts. Um, well, I could bring I could bring my mechanic Paul. So like I don't know. I just thought it made made sense. You know, I got right. Legend Jeff Ward there to help me. Like it just made sense. And it, like why why wouldn't you take it? But obviously, it was too good to be true. Everything was going good. The bike was good. Um, I was you know gelling with the team, and then. Um, yeah, I just got a call from my agent, Tony Gardia, and he's like, hey, are you sitting down? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, uh, well, I just talked to Craniac, and I think uh, the team's not going to be running anymore. And then all, at first, I was like in shock, like, right. what? Like, no way. You know, from what I got told that they don't have, the, they can't get sponsors. So I kind of got out of there and um, had to do some thinking of what I wanted to do. I was talking to Chad, and uh, talking to Pro Circuit and then, you know, the, a few other teams, Rockstar, Suzuki. And, uh, at the end of the day, 
when I think about it, I was like, man, I have one last shot at to get a life championship at Supercross, and this could be like a blessing in disguise, and mm-hmm. and maybe give me a second chance. So I was like, oh, well, I want to do light Supercross and 450 outdoors. So that was what my mind was pretty set on, and Chad was working really hard on um, getting me a deal, but then I just didn't, I told him that I'd made up my mind and I'm going to go with Mitch. So right. uh, I'm just so happy that Mitch uh, was nice enough to take me back and it just, just feels at home. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the gossip for you. Yeah, if he's yeah. working for Baga, that's going to be weird. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it weird, too. <laughs> no, Are you wearing your free guns right now, Pink? I'm not. I'm free balling. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, Steve. Did you rock out to your Rockford Fosgate system on the way up here? No, but if they want to give me one, I will. There goes my hero indeed on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Welcome back, uh, the Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. I can't think of a more appropriate uh, song than that. Um, every day, every Monday night. My hero comes in, and my hero leaves. Watson, what's up? What's going on, Mathis? You got an announcement. I do. You got a, you got something you need to say. I do. All right. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to come on the show to say this, and I didn't want to just be that guy and, and not do it the right way. Um, first and foremost, I just want to thank you and Tits for giving me the opportunity to do the show. It was, uh, it was totally fun. Um, my life has changed um, dramatically in the last, you know, few months. Um Having a family and um, a kid is a lot more, it took a lot more of my time. It's going to take a lot more of my time than anything um, I ever thought that I would have to do. Um, but uh, I have to put um, my family and seeing my kid and be with my kid more um, as I can. Because once the season starts here in a month, I'm going to be on the road three days a week. And when I do the show on a Monday, that's four days. I don't get home until 10 or 11 at night. I'm not going to be able to spend any time with my family. So I had to take that into consideration. And I had to take um, just uh, a bunch of things that's been happened on the show in the past, which I can't blame anybody but myself for. Um, Say some things and put my foot in my mouth. And, you know, there's some things that happen with you. And you, you know, are awesome at what you do. You're, you you know, well, at least you think you're awesome at it, and that's all that matters. Um, but the, I know everything. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, grief going on lately, more than lately, about, you know, things you say and things that you do, and it, it always comes back to me, and um, that is not the reason why I can't do the show anymore, but the, there's a lot of things have added up, but I'm just here to say, you know, this is the last night I'm going to do the show. Um, I will come by once in a while when I have time and check in and check out, but I am, you know, going to uh, walk away with pride and dignity, as they say, and just wanted to thank everybody and all the haters that hate me in the chat room. You guys got your wish. People that like me, hey, you know, I'll be around. Come by and say hi at the races, and it's uh, about it. So we'll leave it at that. We'll go back to the show, and I just want to thank everybody that supports the show, all the sponsors, and, you know, David for coming in. Maybe him and JT will take over, and uh, wish wish the show the best of luck, and you know, it's time to move on in my life. That's it. Let me introduce him. Introduce the rider that won, Mr. Ryan Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Travis wants to help you go through corners, he said. Uh, Hill was really mad at me for, for saying that. I texted him. Hill, Hill's a non-confrontational guy. He's not going to say it either way. But I know he was upset. He, he, told, he said hey, well, What did you say? Kenny tells me Chisholm was a little bit faster at the test track, but the test track was different. 
I interview Hill on Racer X, and I try to I try to make a question like, "Hey, even though Chisholm may have been a bit faster, the Hart guys are you know they're they're super pumped with your recovery. They stood by you for two years, and speed doesn't necessarily matter. They they had your back, and that's got to feel good because my question was in the industry, a lot of people would be like, "Hey, you're out of here. Speed is all that matters, right? That's what it would be like, but not these guys." And I'm going off the the the, the stuff that Kenny said on the show about Chisholm being. And he kept a repeating. He, you repeated it more than once. No, and because you didn't write the whole. You, he told me you did not write exactly what he said. You did not write the whole. You 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 put in there what you wanted to put in there. That's what he told me. I told him. And he kept, you, he kept saying, "Why do you keep saying that?" I said, "That's not the que- the question. Isn't about that. I'm trying to phrase it so that you kept to well, pump the, the up way, the heart the way, team. The way the way you made the, heart team. the way you made it. You could go read it yourself, David. The way I, I did read it. The and? way the way that it was written was how do you feel that you got the ride over Chisholm when he was faster? That's the way it was read. Not at all. That, that's the vibe I got, actually. Okay. Not at all. That's what, okay, that's the, the, the second pro- part of the question That's the was, problem that we have here, Steve, with your writing. And I'm yeah. saying that's the way you write. That's fine. You're, you're, you're the best you in the business. You told me that. I did tell you that. But you asked him that once, and he said, no, the track. And I told you the track no, was yeah. different. And I said that to him. But you kept asking him, well, so how do you feel? So then I said, then we were laughing about it, and I said, look, I, 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 hear me out. Hear me the rest of the question about how I'm, Hart's I'm just, team is about Hart's team I'm is, not even going to fucking you. argue with you about this any longer. This is part of the reason why I'm not yeah, doing well, this fucking listen, show if, is because of you're going to – you're 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 always right, and you're never going to say, okay, you know what? Maybe I was, maybe I didn't do, maybe I didn't write that the right way, or maybe I didn't. Yeah, maybe, I'm not, guy, maybe, I, guy, didn't, maybe I didn't write it the right way. Okay, but well, that's what I'm saying. The question was, how cool was it? The I, hard, I, hard I, give, I understand what your question yeah. was, but he gave you the answer, and you kept asking him, and he said, no, then no, no. Finally, he goes, why do you keep saying that? I'll play you the tape. Why do you keep saying I'll play that? You the tape. I don't need to hear the fucking tape. I don't care. So we, you don't need to hear the facts. No, no, the you fact- need to just hear what he says. No, I'm not. I'm, you don't I, need to I hear read, the real. I read it. Okay, I read it. There was a tape that I transcribed. I don't care. I read. Again, I so read what you wrote. Want to hear what? Actually I read happened. what you wrote. And I thought I phrased it pretty I well. I read what you wrote. With the, and with I read. It's just a little jab that you don't think you're taking. And once again, you did. That's what I feel. Uh, if I wanted to hear this, I go back to my Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, I And I think if Hill's really pissed, it's fucking bullshit. He wouldn't text me back and be like, "Mathis, fuck you." And then we would talk about it. And I'd be like, "Hey, dude." Sorry, bro. I, I, I maybe it came off wrong. I'm very sorry. I think it's really bullshit. I, gotta, I just told you he's I not. He's, hear, he's not a non-confrontational guy. Man up. He's not. He, that's not. The, that's not his style. Right, okay. It's hey, all, it's always awkward in mommy and daddy and fight. In honor of your last night, can you tell us your best Phil story, your best Matasevich story, or your best Mike Craig story? Um. Ah. Uh, the question is, what story can you? Yeah, tell? that's yeah. exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. I'm Which thinking one? like I don't want to throw like the one you could throw chicken and Craig out the window because I'm not going to do that to those guys. <laughs> I mean, where do you start besides the only story you I'll, have? I'll tell you. Okay, here's a good Mike Craig story, and this is a recent story. <laughs> this is like yeah. in the last three months story. Yeah. Okay, Monster Cup. He's there with his kid. <laughs> Kyle Partridge cleans him. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're Christian, riding, Christian. Chris, yeah. cleans Christian out. They're riding back. They're riding back to the pits, and freaking Christian standing in front of his tent, flipping him off when he's riding by. Mm. Kyle stops 
looks at him and goes, I'll break your neck, kid. Blah, blah, blah. They get into it, start doing And then Mike comes out of the truck. Come on! <laughs> they said veins popping out of his neck. He looked like Hulk Hogan, just like flexing. Come on! And freaking Partridge is all, I'll kill you, old man. And he's like, get off the bike! <laughs> so then the mechanic told him, ah, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll go party in an hour and forget all about it. Superfan roundtable. Hmm. I made it through three minutes and 15 seconds of it before I, I kind of admitted to myself. I was trying to think, what would I rather do than listen to this? And yeah. I came up with drink somebody else's vomit. That's pretty much where uh, that stands. So let's not ever do that again. Move to Omaha and start a website <laughs> where you can blog about what other people have posted about the industry. And the funny thing is she lives in Omaha and get this. She doesn't even know Denny. If I was her, I would be banging on that guy's door to get knowledge. If that dude, <laughs> knowledge. Dude, I would be taking that guy out for beers. And just hey, you remember him. that old ESPN where the knowledge was a big thing of hair? Yeah. With feet? <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you're, right. she's in that town, you might as well know someone that at least has Knock some. on his door. At least some has knowledge. some. They just go, hey, check it out. I'm Scoops. I, I want to get involved in this. <laughs> I'm Scoops. <laughs> hey, with a Z. Yeah. If she's not completely terrible and Denny's single, he might run it down. Hey, and this is what I was thinking. Know. If she catches him on a good night where he's throwing back a few, dude, it could be pretty. She could go in the tape recorder and get a really good interview with Denny Stevenson where it would be really good. And that would be something to post. You know he was in Bercy, right? Did I tell you that? No, I didn't know that. Dude, what, was, what was he doing there? I'm at Bercy, and I look over, and there's Mike Genova. What was Genova There doing? was a hot tub accessories convention in Paris. No, there was not. Yes, I swear to God. Thanks, uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Kenny, we're going to miss you. Yeah. Um, thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. It's been an honor. Everybody, uh, thanks for two and a half years supporting the show. And it's a good two and a half years. Love me or hate me. Uh, just what it is. But uh, if I offended anybody, I apologize. Just, uh, it's just a freaking radio show, man. Life goes on. And the last show in the year in review, show number 113. Uh, Ping is in studio for the second week straight. It starts out with him and Tits uh, having a discussion on how both of them are non-confrontational, and that turns into some awkwardness when they <laughs> start swearing at each other a little bit, which is pretty funny. Um, the chat room, when uh, Ping is talking about his video, the chat room says Ping's video is stupid, and he says, yeah, well, they're stupid. Love that kind of stuff. Um, Sinjin calls in, and... Ping says something to the effect of living with your parents or their, your parents are divorced or whatever, and then he's like, well, my dad died. And so that turns into Ping feeling bad, and then you telling him not to feel bad because he doesn't know what kind of person Sinjin is. He would be fine with it or whatever. Um, Chunks comes in on the show and doesn't have a good showing, flames out a couple times, has a hyperventilating mo a moment. Um, Jimmy Albertson's on this show uh, with Georgia a little bit, which is great. Um, you guys get into a bunch of discussions about uh, your music selection and how it's, you think it's current because it's 1991, and Ping is just like, what are you talking about? Ping's pressing hard for the Flo Rida song. Uh, JT actually makes a joke that Ping's daughter at some point in her life is going to be grinding <laughs> on a dude to Flo Rida. It's funny. <laughs> uh, lots classic of, lots show. Of comedy in the show. You've, first thought, yeah, this was a great show. And first off, you're fired uh, for not recapping show 14, 114, which is the very last show of the year. So you've only... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that punishment. All right. Um, yeah, fantastic. This was a funny show. There was a lot of good moments. You're right. Um, Ping, was, Ping was laughing his ass off at the, uh, the um, father comment. He was literally just dying laughing. He, 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so thanks for for listening to the Year in Review show. This is the very last show. Thanks, Swiss, for uh, putting all these together. I appreciate it. And uh, like I said, everybody, uh, thanks for listening to the show. Check this clip out, and uh, we will see you next year. Show 113. Watson leaves uh, and everybody falls apart. Everybody falls apart. What about Kenny Watson? He's out. You know, you were here. I'm about you, to you pour a little bit of my Red Bull out here for <laughs> one of our lost homies. You were a witness to that last week. I did. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a bummer. Kenny, Kenny brought a a quality that you will not replace. <laughs> <laughs> That's well said, right? I mean, we don't know what that quality is, but it, it's, it's in. Indefinable. You know it when you see it. You know yeah. it when you see it, and he won't. And you won't be able to bring that back. That's right. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to take any crap from you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You hear me over there? Don't talk to me like that. Ah! Don't come back at me. You, I'm not confrontational either. It'll get real weird. I'm not buying that. That's baloney. I think that's baloney. I think there's new owners in the Dodgers, and they're spending a shit ton of money for guys, and they looked at their do- precious Dodger Stadium that's a landmark but is really a pile of shit and said, we don't want these guys in here. Yeah. I think that's, that's the bottom line. You're telling me that when they negotiated this, which could have been what, a year yeah. ago, yeah. let's say. Whatever, yeah. They couldn't foresee that in a year they were going to completely have all these renovations yeah. and things. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not no, buying it's, it. That's a that's a smoke show there. Southern California is gonna there's yeah. gonna be a crowd. Right. You, you're there wasn't me a crowd at Dodger. There was not a well, crowd. Well no, because people will go down there. You get raped and mugged and beaten. <laughs> In that order. And literally After they you rape you and they mug you, they will beat you. Literally <laughs> left for dead in the parking lot. Paramedic that's last happened. year. That's no, I know. Right. Happened to a some paramedic guy one uh, he had a what a he had the wrong jersey on or something, got beat up in the parking lot. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine if Did someone... he die or like almost no, died? Oh, he's pretty much a vegetable, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's bad news. I mean, yeah. who who needs that? Hey, how's the transition going to that new bike? Um, I know initially that was it was tough trying to get 2012. The one suspension. you voted the one you voted the worst 450 of the year. That one, Ping. <laughs> That's the one. Are, are we gonna get back into that? <laughs> just I'm just saying. Are you saying that I said it was the worst 450? Or did no, Ping no, 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 no. Ping, in our shootout, in it shootout, didn't do well. It Ping. No, what do you mean? Ping said it was the worst one of Whoa, the year. Oh, yeah? Stop a sec. I did not say that. You didn't say it was. The, it wasn't the worst. It's tied. For it's tied for worst. <laughs> What's it tied with? Oh, the Yamaha. <laughs> Is Lars single still? Is Lars still single, dude? Lars, have you not seen Lars? He's not. He's not a good-looking guy. He's going to be single for a what, while. What are the over/under number of chicks Lars possibly hooked up with in Australia? Fifty? Nah, you know what? The, the red pants seem like it, they they pull the chicks for Lars. Lars is Lars is doing all right. Just the red pants. Yeah, right. Yeah, he I, a, I think it's the red I mean, man. look, look, I'm happily married. I love my wife. Lars is a good-looking man. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. No homo. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I saw, no I saw him nah, in the mammoth right. in a Slayer shirt, and he was doing the shirt proud. The Slayer shirt? Yes. <laughs> if you had to list teams of a who's got the most knowledgeable, got-their-shit-together staff, it's really close <laughs> between KTM and your team, Chad, I would say. Yeah, I think we got KTM covered, no, I not think. Star? Yeah. Not Star? Star would be I'm a close, a close like, seventh. You got it. At one point, that you sounded really frustrated about people not, you know, honoring, honoring contracts or showing up when they said they were going to or whatever. And maybe you can't even yeah. say anything about that. I guess I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's only time to talk about it. But. I'm making it my mission to go do a video with him then in the next two weeks. Really? If he's out here, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw Mathis yeah. ride was the opening of this Las Vegas track, and he had a, a Cowie that was all green. Tim Ferry replica. Tim Ferry replica. Factory, 
He had like a race exhaust cover, that factory, I think yeah. Mitch didn't even know about. I had a factory exhaust from them that Mitch got mad about, and I had Tim Ferry's clutch cover that said Hinson 15. He had everything, and he had all this red wow. and white moose gear. And I'm watching okay. him zip around, like, you know, pretty good. I'm like, he looks like Santa Claus. It's like red and green and white. I'm like, it's Santa Claus. He still gets real mad at me that I say that, but it, it was uncanny. Everybody's got a rival when you're growing up. Right. Who was yours? Oh, uh, yeah. Pat McMullen. Yeah, for sure. Pat McMullen? You know that name? You're no, right? no, no. This guy out of Phoenix, we, we battled all the time. And um, I remember his mom came over out of screaming one day. And she said, uh, you guys got to be cheating. I know it, because we're cheating and you're beating us. <laughs> and we did it the opposite. We shot all the video and then went into a studio and did voiceovers over all the video, which is a, a much more professional way to do it. Someone took a lot room, of time. Someone in the chat room says your video is stupid. Yeah, well, there's people in that chat room that are stupid. <laughs> so who's right here? I don't know. Try to. It's just math. Well, I just live with my mom. I just live with my mom. Oh, great. Bring, well, bring up his painful parents' I, divorce. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, wait a no, minute. Oh, really? Hey, hey, ding. This isn't going to make you feel like a dick. My dad's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like that? Oh, ping. Suck on that. <laughs> okay. Right, no, seriously. Let me get to my question. All right. So, uh, Are you serious, Sinjin, or no? Are you serious? Like Your dad's guy. really dead? No, yeah. I swear to God. My dad died, like, uh, almost a year ago. Oh, man. I oh. remember. Yeah, he did. I'll vouch for that. I'll vouch for that, too. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, Why don't you just leave now? I'm going to go, uh, in the, in the words right. of Kenny Watson, I'm going to go hang myself. <laughs> all right, have a good one, bye. All right. Hey, um, yeah. God, I'm feeling awful about oh, you shouldn't what I said. I mean, that's terrible, huh? You shouldn't be. <laughs> no? No, Sinjin's cool. Well, if anybody can take that, it's Sinjin. I made a joke about his parents getting divorced, and he tells me his dad's died. Yeah, like, that's but, terrible. Well, how, yeah, are, how, how are you supposed to know? I wasn't. Right, right. Exactly. You don't know. It's okay. Sinjin, right. if you're listening, I, I'm sorry. No, don't. Don't apologize for fucking. This is a guy who worked at Subway and wouldn't wash his hands after pooping and then would go and make tuna sandwiches. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, so don't worry. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, um, now I'm glad his dad died. We have a <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, hey, we have a guy on the line. Uh, God, Jim. I feel bad about myself right. again. I shouldn't have said that. Get a hold of yourself. Okay? All right. All right. Pull it together. Just little things like that, and then oh no, no. That's what I. No, that's that's like Aaron Bates' job. <laughs> yeah. uh, chunk. Georgia Lindsay's job, actually. No. Go ahead. Yeah, she's like, I said Aaron Bates, and immediately I get a glare from my wife. <laughs> Good job. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, more, you know, you see what kind of animals they got. You know, some people have a turtle, some people got dogs, you know? Everyone's a little different. What, what do you like to do in your spare time besides riding? It's going off the rails, Chunks. God. <laughs> no. Huh? Well, help me out. Steer me in direction. Let me take over. It's okay. It's after practice. Jimmy's sweaty. He takes off his fly racing jersey. He's 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 thinking about his practice. And you walk up and chunks. You say what? Turtle. I just, I, you know, how was it? You know, how are you doing? Why do you sweat so much? <laughs> Why are you so sweaty? Jason Thomas, that would be probably one of the hardest guys to go up to because he's so hot headed during the race day. And I mean, yeah. try to get a picture with that guy. I mean, gosh. Hey, just try sharing a bed with him after a night he doesn't make the main event. Oh, God. <laughs> You want to ease into the ride and say, hey, look, I'm here with Paul Bimax. I'm excited to talk with you. I'm not going to make you look like an idiot. 
I'm going to ask you some questions, and I promise they'll be. We'll have a good time doing this. Maybe we. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, you don't have to promise them a good time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and that tends to be a little too much. Yeah. I hey, look, you give me some good answers here. I'm going to make this worse your while, I promise. I'm going to give you a good time. You get behind me. Is there anybody up in the lounge of your truck right now? <laughs> like, every time I listen to the Pulp Mix show, it's no matter if you like the guy or not, you guys are all having a good time, you know, talking bullshitting with each other, you know? And that's... But you guys are familiar with each other. You guys, have, you know, know each other a little bit more, you know. This is all brand new to me, you know. I, I really don't know. I'm just doing, I'm just following my heart, you, you know. You sound so nervous. Can't... you got to calm down. Breathe, little one. You're hyperventilating. <laughs> breathe into a bag. Dungey <laughs> blocked him on Twitter. I did, I did some soul Dungy. searching. I yeah. want you to know I've. Why? What did he say? He made a joke about creaming in his pants. Well, that'll do it. You're looking rough, Pookie. Oh, I'm just kidding. Hey. I don't know how you pull it off. I talked to my wife like that, it'd be over. Nah, dude, she's good. I'd be sleeping in the she'll, garage. She'll she'll get back, back at me, trust me. GNR, loving it. Ping's not loving it. No, I like me some GNR. I'm not I just try to keep it I try to keep it current a little bit too. I try to mix in some of my old school with my current. That's ninety one. Exact what? That song comes on, man. I'm I don't know. I'm I'm bobbing my head. I'm whistling. I don't know what to tell you. In 15 years, your, your daughters are going to be grinding some dude to Florida. I know. That's so disappointing. I can only hope Florida is not singing songs about blowing my whistle when that happens. Right. Someone in the chat room says he only buys DVDs from champions, not almost champions. <laughs> Welcome to our chat room, Ping. Uh, <laughs> it's sad how much you hate this. I do. I love See if you can get Kenny back. I can't help it. See if you can get Kenny back. Look at Pooks oh, in a Pookster. row. Looking good. Dang. That's uh, naughty. Um, that's naughty, he says. That's creepy tits. After hours you, you at just, the math house. You just got creepy tits. What's wrong with some modern music like Guns N' Roses? <laughs> What's wrong with something cutting edge and current like Steely Dan? <laughs> I do have some yes in Asia coming up next. Oh, wow. Listen. Hey, hello, Steve. Um, being that we got rid of Kenny, I only have one more request for the show. Uh, it's a great show. I love Ping being there. Love his knowledge and everything. And he's a really pretty good addition. Um, would you ask him to please stop smacking his motherfucking lips? And every two or three seconds, you hear. I didn't hear that. He's either I eating, smacking that. his lips. I didn't notice that. Or doing something we probably shouldn't talk about. What did I hear? Great show. I appreciate it. Um, I- if it's kids doing that with the lips, he can go ahead and knock the fuck off, too. I appreciate it, you guys. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I can honestly, I've I, never... I don't remember you doing that at all. If anybody uh, hears it, let us know, but I thought you were fine. That guy's very passive-aggressive. He was. He sounded so soft. <laughs> hey, guys, just wanted to call in and say, go fuck yourselves. Thanks. <laughs> I will rip your head off and shit down your neck. Sorry, I bro. farted several times, loudly. Don't, I don't know if you've heard. I heard that one. No, yeah, I was... Don't, I heard that. Sh- no. Yeah, but I no, I eat the my wife. I know. I don't know what to tell you. She, you tell eat the what? 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 what do you, I eat the chipotle. Oh. <laughs> it's it's spicy. I can't help it, but it's so good. Who gets mad? Yo, Matt. This yeah, is she doesn't like fart. From team she team doesn't like, she doesn't like fart talk at all. What's well, not talk? It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a rumor. <laughs> it's, it's actually going down. Whatever. This isn't DMXS, bro. I'll muffle it.